Love music. Live sport. Talking football with Bill Young, Hugh Burns, and Jerry McCabe on Rock Sport Radio. Good evening and welcome to Monday's edition of Talking Football, the first one of the week. In the studio with me tonight, Hugh Buns and Jerry McCabe. You can listen to us on DAB Digital Radio, online at rocksportradio.co.uk, via your smartphone and smart speaker. That's using the TuneIn and the Radiogram apps. And you can watch the show live on Facebook, on Twitter and on Periscope. I'll have people watching tonight, so I'm just... A wee wave out. What do you mean? Can you hear me all right? Yeah, well, I can. I can. Fans all over the world, can, you know that? I can now that I've uh, turned your microphone on, get, talking without it on, fairly pointed. I've got fans all over the world, you uh, know. They're everywhere, they're spread out everywhere, Stormy my fans. Is all over the world. Oh, aye. Rocking all over the world. So hello to everyone, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? That takes me back. Hello is it, again. Is it? Oh, remember that? I know hello lot, again I know, to all my friends. I know a lot of guys. Can you remember that? Friends. Can no. you remember Big Barney the Dinosaur? No. <laughs> you never watched Barney the Dinosaur. <laughs> that was Hannah's favourite. Is all, all your friends you're talking about, is it a closed or an open Tinder group? Oh, <laughs> an open Tinder group. <laughs> I told you I'm not into that online stuff. I don't need that. Uh, what is it with you and Facebook? I keep getting friend requests from you every week. I, I don't know. I, you go off it. You I, go I, on I, it. You go off it. it. I've, it no, I've no got a clue with Facebook, honestly. It goes on it. It goes off it. It goes on it. It goes off it. I get every other week. I get a new friend request from him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I just make an absolute bummy. I, I just I'm hopeless. It's ridiculous. I've never known anything like it. It's <laughs> Folk it is embarrassing. Folk must be going on. It's no harm again. It's, a, it's a very embarrassing. Listen, guys, on a serious point, before we get into the football tonight, a uh, story in the Sun yesterday, I don't know if you saw, about historic child abuse again, where uh, it was reported that um, up to nine people were preparing to take civil suits out against the United Hibs and Rangers uh, regarding historical child abuse. Now, it, it quoted a couple of instances of people who had been uh, at Rangers and Hibs. Uh, uh, these guys particularly weren't found guilty of any crimes purely uh, because they, they didn't come to trial. Um, and that's not to say, I'm not assuming guilt anyway, yeah. uh, but they didn't come to trial uh, because they died before they came to trial. The point I'm making with this, and this is why I brought this up tonight, because I think it's important. I've said this before, I'm going to say it again. Whoever is is involved, whatever club's involved, um, for me, the problem you've got now is you've got claim and counter-claim, you've got rumour and counter-rumour. Surely now this is the time for an independent inquiry to be launched into this whole thing. And whatever clubs were involved, whatever they knew, whatever they didn't know, whatever action they took should be reviewed. And then, if necessary people held to account yeah. for what action they did or one did not take. And I'm talking about all all teams. Yeah. I'm not talking about one team. I'm talking about all teams because, as I say, here's another three clubs that have had claims now or, or that it's talk of uh, claims going against them, potentially. Mm. Um, now, I, I, the, most of it, for some reason, was kind of aimed at the whole Rangers thing, which I, I can imagine... You know, in the way that Celtic were covered the way they have. The difference with Celtic, of course, and I'm not, again, prejudging anything, is that convictions have been made. And therefore, it it is actual fact and convictions have been made. 
I still believe that there are lots of clubs, and I think it may even have been, in my view, and purely in my view, endemic in Scottish football, with a lot of clubs having similar problems. Uh, And that's why I think now it has to be root and branch. It has to be an independent inquiry that looks into all clubs, regardless of how big or small they are. They look at all clubs. It's not to be a witch hunt. It's got to be a proper inquiry, taking proper evidence, looking at proper evidence, and then drawing conclusions and making recommendations. I think as ex-pros, Jerry and I, you know, Jerry's a tiny bit older than me, and I'm not having a pop at that, but you know. No, he is, Jerry. He well, is. I don't look a bit shit. Jerry. <laughs> he's at well done, wee man. Day, so yeah, don't worry. He's like, yeah, get <laughs> Just get a number one. Or just put it on myself. But what I'm saying is, you know, for as much as we were brought up, you know, we're really, really good guys, coaches and, you know, the boys' brigade and the school team and, you know, our age group were pretty strong characters, yeah. Lanarkshire boys, Glasgow boys. I'm not saying, you know, it's wrong, it's happened, but it, it seems to have happened after us, if you know what I mean, the age group, you know, or maybe roughly around about the same. No, I, I think, think it's if, I think it, no, well. I think if you look at we, it. Why did we not know that, Jerry? Sure, I've come up with this uh, question before, you know, because in the dressing rooms, if we'd have thought that anyone was... We would have known. You know, we would have known. I know it's, uh, it spoke about when I was at Hamilton Ackies, and this has come out later on, but we didn't have kids in Hamilton at the time because we didn't have academy. We had kids probably trained at night where they weren't about the, the stadium during the day. Mm-hmm. And if any you know, the boys that were never addressing them at the time, if they thought there were anything going on, and nobody was looking for anything because we never really heard anything, like to tell you the truth, they'd have sorted this out. You know, boys, the, the players would have sorted this out, know if they felt this. And then well, when things were coming out after them, you're saying to myself, we were there at the time. How did we not know this? How did we not hear anything no, about this? I know. And now, you know, and obviously it has been growing. And that's the sad thing, you know. I mean, I worked at Celtic, you know, I worked at Hibs, and, you know, obviously we at Hamilton, we played at Hamilton. And if you felt, you know, that you'd been working with boys and, you know, Hubs and Celtic, obviously worked with the youth and that, but we never heard anything because. But Jerry, Jerry, we, the, the we one, were, we were so the one thing that you find, uh, and this, I mean, I'm, I'm, I am actually going to do a program on this, but it is so sensitive and it's so important that you get the right information and the right people to yeah. talk about it, rather than just go barging in there uh, and and going in with your your size nines. You've got to get this right and you've got to do it if you're going to give it justice. But at the same time, you have to be careful because there are proceedings being planned and they haven't started yet. Um, The ones that have happened, we can talk about because convictions have been made. What I'm going to say is that for me, the the problem is that this is all being now, it's all coming on social media and there's claim and counterclaim. And there's, there's now, it becomes a war of words between different sets of fans. Now, yeah. the only way that that can stop, and it should stop, because people make point scoring over this. And it's not a point scoring issue. You know, th- this is a shame. Well, and it's a shame that we all have to bear in Scottish football. It's not one club, it's not two clubs, it's Scottish football. You know, we've heard about it happening at grassroots roots from various oh, no, people. Minute, it's had. not just happening in Scotland, it's happened. No, you know, no, like no, no, I know. And, I agree. And a lot of clubs. Q, you know, I agree. Like, it, yeah. It's across British football. Yeah. But we're in Scotland and our clubs are involved, uh, allegedly. And we need to deal and with that. we need to deal with that. Yeah. So, from my point of view, the reason I brought it up is because I think now more than ever, 
there has to be an independent inquiry. And that inquiry has to be thorough. It has to be fully independent. It has to be fully impartial. And it has to, it has to make public fully whatever conclusions it comes to. And recommendations it makes. Who decides have, whether there's going to be a Well, it should inquiry. be the government. It, yeah. it should be the government no, that would make that decision. That, that, well, Nicholas it would be the Justice Minister, Ma- Minister right, okay. who would make that decision. Uh, but he would consult with the First Minister. But that's my own view. It's a personal view. It is no more than that. I just feel that the whole thing about the war of words that's happening on social media particularly between Rangers and Celtic fans, yeah. is unnecessary, it's unhelpful, and it, 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 it if you like, masks the real issue. Yeah. And that's what's been done to the victims of this. I, I think and they have always got to be the number one consideration you, during this, you, no matter what club's involved. I, I think it must be difficult for the public to get their head around this and find out you know why did that no? Why was that no detected? Why did why did people no find out that was going on? We were in the dressing rooms. We we were part of clubs for for years and years and years and years and, and met some wonderful people. And I can't believe that you know that that I didn't see any of this. Well, I can, you know, and I'll tell you why, mate. You know, I'm not, and it's not nothing to do with you or Jerry. But you see, when you're a practice person like a paedophile, and I, I I'm talking from knowing about these things, about various other things that I've been involved with where people like that, these people are great at masking what they do. You know, they live they live in amongst us, they work with us. They are people that you would you know, it's like mass murderers are are people like that. You've got a situation where oh he always carried my bag up from the shops for me, he always said hello and all the rest of it. They are crafted at what they do, sadly. And that's why they are successful to the point that they are. Mm. You know, it's like, it's a mask that they can put on and off. And and they they work in dark shadows. They work in dark shadows. First of all, I think, you know, people who have been victims of this have got to come forward, whatever club they were at. They've got to come forward, then the investigation can start. But the people who have committed these crimes, you know, certainly have got to be, you know, everything thrown at them. I don't care who it is, you know, we don't care what club. These people, it doesn't matter, they're all victims of this. And the sad thing is, it's maybe clubs are coming out now, people are coming out now because they see people getting uh, prosecuted, you know, and maybe, I'm not just saying, but... Obviously, there'll be financial oh, settlements. The main, main thing is, Shog, I think they see, well, people are getting prosecuted for this. Maybe they thought way back in these years that nobody will do anything about it. Well, I'm sure, I'm sure as young boys, I'm sure as young boys, they felt that the reputation of these people that perpetrated these horrible yeah. crimes on them they their reputations were stronger than their word. Yeah, well, if if you get what I mean. Listen, guys, I, I'm not I'm not going to get into this too deeply tonight about who's responsible, who's not responsible. My main concern is that it's growing arms and legs on social media, and that's not the place where conclusions should be brought. It should be an independent inquiry. In my view, purely in my view, and I'm lending my voice to it because I, I think I can. Mm-hmm. You know, over three million people a month see what I do on face on Twitter, and if I can influence in any way that inquiry happening, then I think I'm obliged to. I'm obligated to. Mm-hmm. It's a purely personal opinion, but my opinion is that to stop this escalating 
into a war of words and being thrown around for really point scoring rather than for the benefit of getting justice for individuals. That's why I think there has to be an inquiry because it's getting to a point of ridiculousness now. I know, I know you're going to have a, 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 a show on it, and, and that's great, you know, and you, you, there'll be a lot of listeners that night, obviously, and, and tuning in to see what you've got to say, but for the life of me, I, I, I just cannot believe that, you, you know, I remember every one of my coaches, every one of my coaches, and, you know, I've never read about them in a wrong can I, can I ask you? Can I ask you a question, guys? And this is this, yeah. is, this is what... I'm going to tell you a story, first of all, because it's quite important. I have a very good friend called Sean Hudson, and Sean's kind of the English version of Stephen King. He writes horror books, and in his first eight or nine books, I'm mentioned in every book in the for being a horror, probably. Yeah, well, but well. but in the front of you know in the the front kind page. of the <laughs> the acknowledgements and things like that. And Sean wrote a very good book called Victims, and he wrote it on the back of a documentary he watched. And it was guys in a penitentiary in America and they'd all committed robberies and heinous crimes and things like that against people. And they were asked, did you look at the car they drove, the house they lived in, the jewellery they wore, the clothes they wore? And all of them, without exception, said no. And they said, then how did you select your victims? He said, And they all said it was body language. You could tell that they were victims just by looking at them, the way they carried themselves, the way they looked, the way that they, you know, in crowds and things like that. Now, the reason I'm telling you this story is very simple. You know, when you were at school, there was always people that were picked on. And again, it was wrongly, but it happened. Would you have thought that you two were victims or looked or felt like victims as young boys playing football in those environments? I don't think I was a right. No, right. I, no, honestly, I don't. The think po- so. Right. I'm glad you said that because the point I'm going to make is that these people get good at looking at who their prey are mm-hmm. and deciding they're the people that we'll major on. They're the people we'll look at. They're the people that we'll abuse. They don't go for the likes of you and him because you're strong wee characters, fiery wee guys that would probably cause them more trouble uh, than they're yeah. worth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the point I'm making. Why, 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why would you, why would you be subjected to yeah. that? These yeah. people are very good at selecting their victims and let's not, Let's not get away from it. The word that we use aptly for this is victims. Yeah. These people have been victimised. You can see when these people, I know you're going to have a show on a bit quickly, but see these people who have been victimised and abused and what, you can see it. And you're going to be compensation, there's no doubt about that. But they, they they look like, you know, just... Gone completely. But Hugh, no you know amount of money, no amount of money, money is no, going no, to no, erase no. this horror it, from their it's memories. It's, it's, it's shocking what they've, what they've went through. Um, but yeah, I did be unjust earlier and to, to the people before me because you've heard Brazil talk about it. You mm-hmm. know, it happened to him, and he's maybe a good. Well, he's probably about the same age as you, Alan Brazil. Ah, yeah, you know, and you know, and a lot of people, a lot of the big names have came forward, especially in England. You know, players and what have you. Um, but you know something? I still think it's just still tip of the iceberg. I think there's still loads to which, go. Which is why I think now more than ever, 
there needs to be momentum to get this public inquiry. Yeah. And this this public inquiry yeah. needs to be looked at. Yeah. It needs to be instigated and it needs to be fully supported and fully resourced more importantly. Yeah. I'd agree. I think there's somebody got to be there's got to be a governing body dealing with us rather than Yeah, well, the, I've got to go full full steam ahead with us. Especially know, in the back of the criminal convictions, Jerry. It's yeah. not as if it's hearsay and it could have happened. No. You know, it's been to, it's been to the high court. People are sitting in jail. They're in jail right now for what they've done. Yeah. You know, and yeah it, But it, how many others haven't been brought yeah, to justice well, because hey, they've not been found out? There'll be a lot yet. Yet. There'll be a lot sitting in the house reading this and doing the social media and finding out what's going on, and they'll be going, oh, you know, a cha- any chap at the door, and they'll be panicking. But, you know, I- I've got to say, I've got to say, I was a-, a young footballer through the 70s and 80s, and all my coaches, hand on heart, hand on heart, they were all the most genuine, loveliest guys I've ever, ever, ever known yeah. my life. And Jerry will be the I, same I, I as well. I can say that. You know, you know that, and you know some. the majority of them will be, obviously it's the minority, Bill, but we were brought up at the same time, we worked with the same type of coaches, coaches that wanted you to do well, wanted you to be a footballer, and yet they could see they were, must have been chuffed the bits when we, we became footballers, and that's the type of people that brought us up. But here's but here's the thing. Uh, every one bad one, they're in there, you know, they're about 10, 20. Yeah, but look at the damage they can wreak. Yeah. You're right. You know, it just you, takes one. Who, who, it's who a bad knows, apple. A lot of these people who have been victims, what kind of life they've had, and maybe they went off the rails, and that, 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 that subsequently, you know, they could alcoholics, whatever, mental health issues. You don't know, and probably a lot of maybe it came from this. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But mm-hmm. that could be. Well, I, I, think, I think that you've hit it in the head. I you think I, I, it screws people's uh, lives up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's exactly. And no amount of money is going to erase that. You can see the soreness in the face. When they're getting interviewed and talking about Especially it. if they're hiding something for all these years, Bill, that they didn't want to come forward, you know. that That's uh, the biggest crime that they've had to suffer with this. Maybe few people knew about this, few close people, but now I'm glad that these the, the kids now, I think, are more open and would come out. And I don't think it would happen as much as I would like to think. But the victims, was, well, the people have already become victims of this. Yeah, they've got to get to the bottom. And you're right, they've got to be an independent inquiry about this. this Gary Collins told me a story one night where he was coming back from somewhere with Tommy Burns. And one of the culprits who's jailed now tried to give Tommy a lift home. And when Jerry went to get in the car with them, he said, where do you think you're going? And Jerry said, I live above him. And got in the car. He said, but you could tell what the, the plan was. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember you told me that. You could tell what the plan was. Jerry told me that yeah, story. Now, yeah. I'm no naming names, and maybe Jerry's not very happy that I've repeated that on air, but I've repeated it previously as well. And, and you know, there were people who knew, and there were people who had things. And, you know, I don't know. And I, Look, it's not my job to apportion blame on anybody. It's not my job to say who's right and who's wrong. It is my job to voice an opinion of what I think has happened and what should happen and for me this public inquiry now is absolutely essential because I agree with you I think it's the tip of the iceberg yeah and I think I think you know there are others that are suffering and will continue to suffer until they're given a platform and vindicated a lot of these people you know why they're victims because they've been mistreated and abused 
but they're victims of their own minds as well because they're tortured by the memories of what they've had to endure yeah. and tortured by the fact that they can't tell other people what they've had to endure. Mm. Low esteem, confidence, everything must have went, you know, shattered if this. For these people who've been abused, I just hope anyone on earth that are listening, you know, they know they've got the support of everybody that would, uh, you know, who are horrified with what's went on, which we didn't know at the time. Here's a thing to think but about now, as well, guys. Now, you know? Think about the boys that were in your, your kind of orbit yeah. when you were playing as youngsters that weren't as good as others. So we're vulnerable to being told, come on, son, I can help you. I'll give you one-to-one -one coaching and I'll do this and I'll help you along. And if you do this, I'll get you through that and all of that. Do you see what I mean? See how easy this all becomes? Yeah, I know. Yeah. But also, I, I, I'm speaking from my own, you know, personal and my own point of view here. For all the people who have came forward, there's nobody I know, Jerry. There's nobody that, no, um, you, you know, there's no, there's nobody came forward and go, oh, I played with him at, you know, the school boys, or be, you know, we played somewhere. So, I, you know, I'm not saying that's right or wrong, but... Uh, no, but know, I take the point you're you making, know I mean? and it is a good point. So, you know, there's, there's nobody I actually know because... I've, we would know them right away yeah. if they've then become a professional footballer we would have known and they've obviously kept that quiet but is there professional footballers our age that have still not come out with it and told the truth I've not the truth come out with a story and, and, and told the told the world what they've went through and I'm pretty sure Bill there is oh I'm sure there will be I'd be shocked sure and gutted if somebody came out the, a name in the paper the next day that I'd played alongside and worked you know and been at clubs with I'd be shocked and gutted for them because Knowing this guy, you've been working with these guys every day and playing with them maybe two or three seasons and you didn't know nothing was going on. And probably, does that, probably they've been tortured. Does that shift guilt in, onto you as well? Do you feel then guilty that you never saw anything yes. or knew Jerry anything? Jerry as a player or yeah. Jerry as a coach? You know, and I, both, both, both. Yeah, I would feel guilty. I'd feel, how did we know? You know, we could, there could be a guy we are having a bit of banning at training slag and they're saying, what was going through his head if this was, this was the case? You know, and you know, you say, What's wrong with him today? Or what's wrong, you know? And but you didn't know, you didn't think that. You say, Oh, the bad, he's a bit of shocker. Maybe he was out last night or something like that. You know, and maybe it was other things that was going through his head, but yeah. but you weren't aware of this, uh, Bill. But I'd hate to think, as you say, is if somebody came out in the paper the more as Shell was saying that we'd grew up and played with and he was a victim of this and we didn't know, yeah, of course I'd be gutted. You'd feel guilty. Yeah, not guilty, guilty, but you'd feel yeah, guilty yeah, you'd that feel you didn't know. You'd feel guilty that you you couldn't offer any kind yeah, of support, exactly. Aye, exactly, or help. But yeah. on, I I just for the, honestly I just I go back I can go right back to playing at seven and stopping at thirty two. Every everywhere I played, good people, good coaches, um, and you know really good good honest men that took the the boys and looked after us all. And it's 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 sore when you think about kids getting in. Being abused, and you're right. I think you're right. It wouldn't be the strong characters, the wee whiny no, it ones, it wouldn't be. the ones that would shoot for the rooftops. It'd be the ones that own. just weren't quite good enough to be the know, standouts but, but and you, things but, like that. You know, the first picks. You, you, you know that. You know the thing that really, really you think about here. These victims who are being told by the predators as such. Now you'd better not say a thing because you'll never become a footballer yeah, correct. at this club if you go and tell anybody. Yeah. Now you imagine these kids going home, the way they've went through their life and fear to tell their mum and dad even, and having that in their head the rest of their life. Yeah. And then suddenly it just takes one to you know, take for the full exposure to come out. 
There must have been kids going home at night after training and uh, on the back of no getting a game and as you say, the predators, you know, um, you know, looking and going, right, who's no playing, who's no... Right, aye, that's exactly But here, here's another thing as well. How many of these people could have been professional footballers but had their opportunity wrecked by these yeah. people? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 100%. I take, you know, to think, imagine even if that's affected your career and wrecked your career. Yeah, it must be, it must be. Oh, we don't know how many's been, you know, the victims, but certainly that had been a massive effect on them. I was probably quite fortunate, but I never went through, I played through junior and amateur junior, then I didn't go professional until I was 18, after mm -hmm. 18, and I'm getting into hubs at the time, but I'm in here with adult guys, you know, older guys, I wasn't here a 14, 15 year old yeah, boy, yeah. a 16 year old boy, so maybe I was fortunate, uh, and when I was getting into the environment, it was all seasoned professionals, and you're training with and that, and they all looked after one another, you know, but, but as I say, Kids are getting there at 12, 14 now, and you don't know what's happening. But as I says, probably I was, uh, I missed that. That's yeah, no, I take the point you're making, Jerry. It's I, a I good was one. Coming into the game, you know. Mm. But, but, then, but then, of course, stripping that back, when, when I go and, and sign an S form, and I'm going into the dressing rooms with, you know, all, all my heroes as such, and there's coaches, and, and I, I remember every coach, mm. all good people. Uh, and and even the boys club run about that team. Rangers first shot. Aye, there. What age were you when you? Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, Motherwell to start with. Yeah. Uh, as at the boys club, we we Andy Walker, Andy Andy Walker, Andy Russell, and Youngie's dad. Youngie's dad was in charge of me as a kid at twelve at Fur Park Boys Club. And the reason I never signed me my old Jerry is because I'd signed an S on Big Ali put it in the drawer and they registered me. So that's why I could go to Rangers at thirteen, and that's how Youngie's dad chucked it. He told me that's another story. But these people, these were. Genuine, genuine yeah. oh, of course dads themselves, yeah. you know. Um, and, and you know something as well? There's so many, so many of them just get, get under the radar bill because they weren't doing all those checks SFAD now, don't they? You know, the, the, you know, the real... You know, well, not just, the, not just the, the governing bodies in the sport, but the governing bodies full stop. I mean, you have to go through government and police checks. Yeah, yeah. But, but then they didn't. You know, <clears> no, you didn't. Listen, you didn't at, at all. the end of the day, he's in, he's in the jail for it. And, and Jim Torbett is doing time for what he done, right? The bottom line is, he was put out of Celtic Park and it was there in black white to read it all. He get put out of Celtic Park and then was allowed back. Well that, so, that that's you know, that's that, a that's, that's a matter of that's a matter of fact that's that's chronicled. What I don't want to do is I don't want to go well, down individual well, no down that route. I, I just don't want to go down individual routes because at the end of the day there's now accusations against other clubs and for me there be more to come out, For though. me it's not a question of the club, it's not a question of who the club is. Mm. It's a question of you know, now finding out how big a, an issue this was in our game yeah. and making sure that those who should be brought to book are brought to book and that we never let this happen again. And that all, I mean, you can never have 100% safeguards, guys. Let me tell no. you now. No, there, you're right. There, there will people still be plying their trade, horrible and, and vexatious that it is mm -hmm. against young kids now playing football. Uh, and I guarantee that, but we've got to make it as hard as possible. We've got to make it as difficult as possible, and we've got to make it as easy as possible to detect them and bring them to book. Yeah. But I still think this independent public inquiry now has to be looked at more seriously than ever before because it has to be completely independent. And, and I've got to tell you, on social media over the last few weeks, 
all good fans of Rangers, Celtic and other clubs have said no matter who the club is if, if there is people there who were guilty of this, they should be held to account and the club should be should be investigated to see what they knew. It's not a question of a witch hunt, and nor should it be. Even boys clubs, doesn't matter if they're... Any actually, club, any, even at know, grassroots, Grassroots Jerry. football, yes, every club, because if they're victims, who knows uh, if it could happen at clubs, it could happen there. More than that, at grassroots, grassroots if, it, if it happens at grassroots... You know, where you're talking about younger boys, completely younger boys again, and it's there's no justification or excuse for it at any age. No. But if they're really young, what does that do? Why, why are we reading as much about this happening at, 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 at you know at professional clubs? You know, Jerry just kind of nailed it there. You know, the boys' club is probably the boys' club was bigger than the professional club because there was that many clubs. Yeah. So. You know what, what's not been unearthed out of that bill? Yeah. Well, as I say, this is why. A public inquiry for me see, has see to be brought. Probably the good thing now is I want the parents go with their kids now and they're there and they'll yeah. take them to train mm. and wait them, and you know, which is good, which would be, make it very uh, difficult. But, uh, it's but, a lot tighter. Yeah, no and I'm not just saying that, you know, it's unfortunately, you know, this is the, the, the world that we live in, but, you know, parents, I think, Oh, their parents probably couldn't afford to go to train or had to, you know, that's right. Things because they wouldn't think unless was happening. Yeah. But now this is brought it to the fore, and I think parents are very more protective, protective yeah. you know, of their kids. And going into, it doesn't matter which sport, but they're always there and thereabouts, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we've kind of covered it for as much as I think is appropriate for tonight, and uh, we will be doing a programme in the not too distant future. Uh, and we will talk about various things as and when they develop. But for me at the moment, still, I'm lending my voice to a public inquiry. Yeah. It has to be independent, has to be fully transparent, and it has to be acted on, and, and the recommendations of it have to be acted on. Uh, we'll take a quick break, we'll come back, and we'll get back into the football side of things. Imagine raw power, supreme skill, hand-to-hand combat, and national pride. Imagine putting your body on the line for the greatest prize in world rugby. The Rugby World Cup 2019. Rock Sport Radio will bring you comprehensive coverage of this titanic battle between the world's top teams. Who will reign supreme? Will it be Northern or Southern Hemisphere? Rock Sport Radio's Lewis Stewart will be in Japan to give you the latest team news and reports from all of Scotland's games. The Rugby World Cup on Rock Sport Radio, brought to you by Motorpoint Glasgow. Jet off to Rome next year to watch Italy v Scotland. Score two free tickets to the Six Nations at Motorpoint Glasgow, just two minutes from Junction 3 off the M74. Do you hear that? That's your family coming round to your new house for Sunday lunch. Your son opening the door of his first home. Visitors arriving at your guest house. Friends coming over to watch the football. Scottish Building Society offer a range of mortgages, so we can turn this into this. Scottish Building Society. We've been helping people open doors since 1848. Call us today on 0345 600 4085. Scottish Building Society is authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Have you ever lost money on an investment? If a high street bank persuaded you to buy a stocks and shares ISA, unit trust or investment bond and you lost money, Goodwin Barrett can help you get back thousands of pounds in compensation. Even if you don't have the investment anymore or the paperwork, Goodwin Barrett make it easy to 
to find out. Text GOOD to 6677. That's GOOD to 6677. You don't need a claims management company to make a complaint, and if unsuccessful, you can refer it free to the financial ombudsman. It's easy to put things off. I'll sort it tomorrow. It'll wait. Well, turns out, if you're a man with prostate disease, the sooner you spot it, the better it can often be treated. So if your dad or brother have had prostate cancer or you're having trouble with your waterworks, do something about it. See your GP or visit prostatescotland.org.uk for more information. Prostate Scotland. Pull your finger out. Love music. Live sport. Talking football with Bill Young, Hugh Burns and Jerry McCabe on Rock Sport Radio. Okay, boys, before we get into the game specifically, let me find out what games you were at. I know where you were, Burnsy boy, because you were there for Rock Sport. You were at uh, Rangers Livy. What? The famous Glasgow. Yes, uh, the he famous. was there. Where were you What's this weekend? I was at Camarong Hips. Oh, by the way, I... Uh, I uh, I gave you your football yes, match. I, know, a I good, heard all about it. I gave it a good push no, for but you. You never stopped the abuse. It was getting you, the, you know the slagging. It was getting what to abuse from, from your two guests. <laughs> what abuse? Your two guests. I never heard oh, any abuse. I was heard that my age was coming into you know consideration and <laughs> try to play for about sixty-two. That was big, That was your striker I, that did that. I played lower league football and all this. That was your striker <laughs> that did that. Was it Rovers, Ali? I think. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, 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 <laughs> I did as you requested and I pushed it. So did the day go well? Very good. By great crowds for the the, the lad and you know it's scheme Edward and they always turn out for things like that. And I, I must admit, you know, shugs like because <laughs> I'm not mentioning his town. <laughs> you know, and they didn't know always Celtic's castle. You know, it was a mixture of Celtic Rangers, Hamilton Aki's. Aye, aye. I'll tell you what. Well, where was the Rangers boys involved? We tried to get well. No, wait, 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 wait. Who were the Rangers well, boys? I think you were asked, but you. No, excuse you, me. You, no, you, no, you're no, no. To come up to Edward. Who? No. You're, you're to come up to <laughs> no. No, no. Who was who? For Rangers was involved. Well, I was looking <laughs> to try and get. <laughs> There's up a bit of digging going on <laughs> no. here. There's a bit of backtracking. I, I tried. You, I tried. I tried. I would. I, I would have got Alec Gray if Alec they came, but you know these guys don't want to come on a Sunday. We can't come in to bear out on a Sunday. You've got to give Coisty a three-year notice. Yes. You know before he'll turn up to a game. And his uh, lawyer has to get good yeah. visibility of the contract. Plus I was just trying money. a few names, but I must admit, as the Dukla boys, it's a Dukla team. I was just trying a few names. James McFadden turned up. Big Ali was there. Uh, Tommy, Tommy Sheridan. Tommy, Tommy was there. Did Tommy, Tommy lasted no, Tommy lasted ten minutes. You know, I think he can't play in grass. He's used to playing in Astrotor. I don't think he can play in that either. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Peter Martin turned up. You know, but there was there was a lot of lot of guys who I could have brought in. But this is a Dukla team. But we had a few good performances. But we we fell apart about about sixty five minutes. We were in the so game. what was the score? We beat nine four. Excuse me. Yeah, we're playing Edward over 35s, and the oldest is 37 or 38. No, my boy's probably 39. So I had to recruit my other son to come and play with us. He's only 30 because we needed some legs. But well, we're in the game. By I'm only 10 minutes away. For a good, and he's got my Well, number. wait a minute. You know, you knew this game was coming off. You know, Did you ask me? Would you came? Of course I would have. Well, 
If you, you're saying that your calf's... I was, in, I was in Lark Hole. I was only 10 minutes away. I was at my ma's. I could have jumped the were car. You, were, you, were you not walking on Sunday? No, I didn't walk on Sunday. No, I didn't walk on Sunday. Well, you could have came along. Ooh. And you missed the food and uh, Carrigan's Carrigan. Oh, Then a wee swally. Well, I was, you know, a couple of the boys were. Mm. But... Uh, it was it was a great day, but as I say, as the main thing, Listen, the, the crowd turned up. And did it, it did, did it do what it was supposed to do in terms of raising money? Yes. Good. Yes. That's the only thing that matters. And there was somebody asking for you. Was that again? And he's a regular when he tweets in. <laughs> All right. Like Jerry McGurk says. <laughs> All right. Jerry was there, was he? He says you on the morning night. He says get into the two the morning night again. <laughs> was the big man listening to us and feeding it? Oh, he's been was, was it? <laughs> Goes, was it Jerry that was telling you, was Jerry, it? Jerry, Jerry goes, <laughs> he says, make sure... That's his agent. That's his agent. <laughs> Jerry's his agent. He says, make sure uh, you get it these two in the morning. In the morning. And I says, don't worry. <laughs> There's a guy I work with as well. You know, he listens in. Uh, big Dad's listens all the time. But I'll put his off him because he's a Celtic fan. He's on the line. I've got nothing against Celtic fans. There's a surprise, huh? <laughs> Daniel. I have Daniel. Been, Daniel. Wait a minute. Daniel. And he comes Don't to, he Danny come, boy. He comes from Coburn, so I, that's Oof. a strange one, isn't it? It's a one-off. I have, I have nothing against Celtic fans. I regularly get abused by them. <laughs> No, I don't well, get as much stick for them as I used to, to be fair. Oh, I get... I, no, I don't. I, I had about an, I hour, I had about an hour and a half media. yesterday where I was called everything. I think if I was, in, you know, if I was on Twitter, I would get a bit of stick. Well, so. he says you want to be able to defend yourself. You know, that's what he says about Friday. So, I mean, I... I you know, why did... Why, do you know what I will... Do you know what I will... Why did... Why did uh, Judy McCabe no organised rock sport been there on Sunday. There could have been something there for rock sport. We could have been there doing a wee bit, couldn't we? Well, you know, he's got, kept it. We've got it's in house, isn't it? You know. No, no, we've got coming up. It was a wee in house job. No, it wasn't in house. Definitely not. You know. No, it was. He went with a different broadcaster of preference. Yes, if you're a season ticket holder at Celtic Park, we're holding it in Edelwood. Bill, Edelwood. Right, he gives my, he gives my hometown powers. No, Edelwood, you've Peter, no idea. Peter was the downer right away because he always wants to be the number 10. I said, you've got to earn the number 10. So I always take the number 10. Right, so... <laughs> You've got to earn the number Macy. ten, so I took the. Yeah. I always take the number Wee ten. Judy Macy. Uh, so it affected his, his performance. Is he not? Josie yeah. McCabe. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Josie McCabe. But as I say, thanks for the. You know, because we did have a good day. Well, see, that was the main thing, and that's yeah. why I pushed it because yes. I wanted people to turn up. For Big Ali went on. It was Big, on Big face, Ali raging because after it, he came back to the pub for the. You know, Good scrano, you know, a good buff. How was the big man? How did he play? How was oh, he? Big Ali down, big cool on the ball. You know, and that big Ali doesn't get dirty, you know, because he's. <laughs> he doesn't get dirty. You know, like you say. Does he? You know, he's, hey, he's does a, he play at the back? He's a big pal of Maldini, you know. Does he play at the back? I was playing it better, but then he says, I've had enough of this in an up front, but I don't know how you get a touch of the ball. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, couldn't, we couldn't get the ball up to him. He missed the buffet because I had to go, he says, I have to go for a family dinner. Then we sent him a picture on the buffet. Brilliant. Yeah, big Alley Big Graham saying to me now, Bill, Shug bottled it on Friday, if you remember, and it was 8-7 KV. I didn't bottle it, Ali. I've just, you know, I've, I've, I've got other things in my plate right now, big man. You By know way, that. I'm sorry because they says if MD is the score, and that was in the Dukla. We've got a Dukla group. Uh, What's up? What's up? And we says it was eight seven. But I've, I've, 
You've I blown do. it. You've but told everybody. I've seven. I'm going to be able to get back in my local because all the boys think they're there. They'll say it's eight, seven. <laughs> nine four. Nine four. No, but honestly, for 60, 65 minutes, you know. Totally pumped. Tell Big Ali I'm sorry, but for. Uh, well, he's listening, so he's, let, he's let obviously. The, let the cat out of the bag. That's brilliant, anyway. He's stuck. I had to be honest. I'm a big Ali doesn't need to slide in. Did he have his sambas on? I think it was flip flops he'd done there. <laughs> well, he was clearing the ball. Flippers. Flippers. <laughs> Big flipper. Flipper Graham. Well, he went up for a few corners, but unfortunately, he never got on the end of any of them. I don't know. Couldn't he get a record under him anyway when he jumped at the best that time? Big turtle. But, you know, all the Edward boys, you all appreciate the boys all turning up. Because some of them came from Stirling, Dumbarton, Kilmarnock. But to be fair, I think if, if a few of the Rangers boys would have turned up, I think they would have been, you know, accepted. I think they'd have been all right up there. Oh, you'd have been fine. You'd yeah. have any trouble. Hmm. You know, if you'd have brought a couple of Alsatians with you, a couple of Rockwell and some water, you'd agree, Edward, okay. Yeah, and then yes. it would have been 10 9. <laughs> 10 9 for us, yes. Well, I think say, I made a difference. Like, I think I would have made a difference. Right, he's through his hat in the ring now. So I've got myself uh, to, to 14, looking good on that bike three, four times a week, eating the right things, alcohol free. I mean, you see, I tell so you. I could have been there. Right, but how long has it been since you kicked the ball? Um, ah, it's been a few years. Aye. You lose the coordination and the timing. Well, I noticed I that. I never had that when I played. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So you've got a chance. So, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not the best, not the worst, not the most gifted, of course. But I did my bit, Jenny, you know. You were honest, son. You were honest. I was honest. And well, there's a few games coming up, so I, I Ali's listening as well. What, what so colours do you play in? Uh, but red. The two teams have red. And listen to this one. I take you down to Hamilton Ackies and... I phoned up uh, George Cairns, uh, George's uh, head of youth here, and I says, John, hey, George, can you help us out here? We need a set of bibs because I think the two strips are going to clash. So I picked them up and uh, green Sunday bibs. morning, lime green. <laughs> <laughs> so, says, so my son says to me, right, you's, we've got our own strips, he says, you wear the bibs. Uh, I said, oh, I got one set. So he says, we'll toss for it. So they had a very toss up. And I says, heads, but they never seen it. It was tails. <laughs> so that means we are saying, give them the bibs. So they, <laughs> they the bibs. I don't think the bibs were there. There's some of us anyway. So, <laughs> so, so they gave them the bibs. But maybe so that cool. was a problem because they could see each other better. You know, we were, we were maybe a wee bit. Pick out the man. Uh, we didn't the, the pick out. Oh, they could pick out the man. Nah, they were packed. They were. As I say, they were fitter than us. But that's that was a That is the difference. You know, isn't we, it? we scored four good goals. I would say. They scored four good one, uh, good goals. I think the other five are could have been avoidable. Preventable, avoidable. Preventable. The big alley's listening. I always think that that's worse when you say the majority of their goals could have been prevented. Because yeah. then you think, why didn't you prevent them? And why did you? Well, uh, you want me to tell you about back four? Oh, I'm not kidding. Well, big alley on the point. Why it? did you? Uh, how's that pitch at Edelwood anyway? Is it, oh, ah, right. the grass was a wee bit long, you know. But why did you maybe not go down to Hamilton and play? No, because it was in Edelwood, because that's where the you know that's where they all come from, and that's where the, where the boy comes from. Ah, a lot of them don't go to Edelwood, but that's oh, what we go anywhere. Yeah, that's what that is. We go anywhere, but the grass there were kids playing it before it, and we, the boys were trying to make a few excuses of someone saying, "Oh, well, <laughs> some of the bobbles will need to take three two and three touches to control the ball." I says, "I had a bad player," <laughs> but you know, as it, it could have ended up four each, but nine, nine four. I'm not going to blame the goalkeeper. It's I'm not going to blame the Who was the player. goalkeeper? Oh, the boy called Scott Brunton, I think it's Scott. Brunton. And listen, you with two two new hips, two new knees. Jim Holmes with two new somebody hips. Somebody else's feet. Jim Holmes with two new hips. That's brilliant. Ali looks as if he needed two new hips. Is he, aye? 
Is he? Is that a big robot, is he? <laughs> well, he'll be on to me for that. <laughs> no, we had a few good performances, you know. I'm not going to say much more. Did Alec play 90 minutes? Alec played 90 minutes. Yeah. Ah, well, Alec's just... Because he Disney, Disney breaks, right? You know? Ah, yeah. You know, ah. he's like the big cool cat at the back. <laughs> big, big postman part. Oh, you know he's... Like you know he's... He's on the boot with his sack. You know he's listening... You know he's listening to this, don't you? <laughs> I know. You know he's listening. <laughs> big, right, boys. Big okay. part. Big part. <clears throat> <laughs> Let's move on and uh, we'll look back over the weekend's results. Right. Uh, Going to start Aberdeen 1, St Johnston 1. Mm-hmm. Um, I was reading in the paper over the weekend, or I was actually, I wasn't reading the paper, I was reading an extract from the paper online. Uh, Amy MacDonald, uh, Ricky Foster's missus, saying Tommy Wright allegedly told him to F off and never come back. Amy, Amy yeah. McDonald, yeah. singer. Yeah. Oh, his wife, of course. Yeah, of course. That wee day, That's why I said who's that. His, who's he married? Married to... I forgot the words of Hamden. What's her name? Amy McDonald. Ah, but who, who's oh, she, she sings a great song. It's in my head now. De, 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 oh, is it in there? No, it's not that one. <laughs> It might be because I know what she. I know who no. she prefers. I know what team she supports. You got it, no? Oh, you must have it. It's the tip of my tongue. Listen, Amy. Can I phone a friend or ask the audience? No. Oh, it's I don't listen to her music. Anyway, I just thought I'd tell you that one. She's quite good. So, who's she married to? Married to Ricky Foster. Foster. Oh, right. Right. Oh, that will nut my head now. Does Young Yoon know the name of that song? Aberdeen won, St Johnston won. Anybody want to start actually talking about yes. this game? Well, well you know well. something? See the reason. I, I think, did we go for a, a draw on Friday yeah, on the back of, you know, one or two players? Coming back in, Stevie May for a start. Jason Holt, I think, is going to be a great signing for them. And one or two, you know, Liam Gordon, Liam Gordon's back in. Jason Kerr, the right back for Celtic, I thought, was a, was a good signing. Young boy, Anthony Ralston, Jerry. Oh, Ralston, yeah. You know, yeah. so suddenly overnight, he's made three or four changes. And Dre Wright's ready to come back in as well. And he had one or two kids in the team. So I think that's a brilliant point. And, and, and on the back of the, the signings, Players coming back in. So, suddenly, it was all doom and gloom and Friday. And then yeah. we realised who they had brought in. And going, hey, he's actually strengthened that pretty well. Yeah, the boy Jason Holt as well. Did you see that? I, I liked him. I, when he was, even when he was at Hearts, um, when he went to, he came to Rangers, I thought I thought he was decent. Yeah. Uh, I watched the boy McCann, who looked not bad player a couple of times. I've seen St Johnston. Young boys, I've seen him at Easter Road, and he was probably one of St Johnston's better, better players. That was the time. St Mel last game I, I saw St Johnson and they played well against Hibs so I mean they've, they've got a point away at Hibs they've got a point away at St uh, Aberdeen so to, uh, Tommy will actually be feeling a bit better in his performances if we want to start getting results at home of course mm-hmm. but you know I think he's strengthened the squad a wee bit uh, I know Stevie May's coming back there and I think he's got a sort of a get back to the form he was a few seasons ago and if he does do that you know he'll be a threat he'll score, he'll score goals mm-hmm. I like the boy Tanzer as well you know he has got some good players there the boy Ralston maybe now will leave Celtic time to go yeah I think he's been out at Dundee United uh, now he's at St Joyce and I think that regularly happens I think you know and they keep bringing they brought a uh, couple of players in obviously and in the right back position I feel now that the boy's got to go and play somewhere regular. Yes. Just moved, it's good player as well, Jerry. Yeah, yeah but good. I think about, he's, he's not going to be in the, he's going to be well doing the pecking order at Celtic, you know, with Celtic bringing boys. If this boy was going to be, you know, make it at Celtic, he'd have done it maybe a season, last season, two seasons ago, whereas 
they see that probably it's no that what they're looking for, so that's how they, they've brought in another two right backs. You just spoke about money in a match, and it was Mr. Like, rock and Roll. Apparently, George Joyce says is a song that you're you're Mr. Rock and Roll. That's a that's a see what a good audience we've got here. Yeah, it is Mr. Rock and Roll, but it doesn't sound like that. No, absolutely nothing like that. Man in a match, Jason Holt. The Johnson midfielder's second half performance was top draw. Rangers Loney Holt was a real. You forget that as well. We still sign with Rangers. It was a real driving force from the middle and always looked to get on the ball push the pair, the pair sense forward at Petordry as they went home with a 1-1 draw after conceding the opener I think he, that's a very very shrewd signing me Tommy he was going to come back up the road he had a, I think quite a good year at Fleetwood um, surprised that Barton let him go but I think he was kind of in and out there as much as Barton was happy with him wasn't he just a mainstay in the team mm. so obviously the managers brought him up the road maybe with the view of getting him out again but when you've seen the personnel at St Johnston and we've been looking at it and it's kind of ageing squad, he's not got a lot of money to spend. And when players like of that ability, now let's not forget, you know, he was, is that fly over me here? Did you see that? I was trying to catch you there. You know, so um, um, you know, when Jason Hope becomes available. I love the fact he's keeping the flies off the rest there, is he? <laughs> when Jason Hope becomes available, you know, you sign him, you know, because he's, yeah. he's better, he's better, he's better than what you've got, you know what I mean, so you bring him in, and you know, he's the man in the match, so, brilliant. Look, they've, I, they've got two match winners, see the boy Kennedy, I like Kennedy, him and O'Halloran. Matty Kennedy, they, yeah, they, he's they, not a great start, Jerry, but he can play, there's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, I think he's, he's a, you know, he's a talented player, and O'Halloran, you know, when he's on his game, I remember when we played, played against us when we were at Dundee, and... Kevin Holt would left back. He used to torture Kevin. Kevin had a right good season for us, but for some reason, O'Halloran loved playing against him. And, you know, we may there saying coming in and Holt, another one in the midfield, and he had strengthened. But as I say, see if you've got Kennedy and O'Halloran on their game, you know, you've, you've got every chance of winning the game. Aberdeen will have gone back up the road, though, thinking they've dropped two points. Yeah. Well, Aberdeen wouldn't have needed to up the road because yeah. they were at home. Oh, well, they were. Yeah, right. you're right. <laughs> so, <laughs> they were no yeah well listen on paper Aberdeen you know pre-match you know they're they're the team they would definitely have felt they'd drop two points then at home yeah I would think so Um, stats possession 54-46 so St Johnson's had their fairer you know their share of of the ball so yeah listen I think that's a brilliant point but yeah Aberdeen will look at it as two drop but I just thought you look at the team there you know Jerry Stevie May Michael O'Hara and Murray Davidson's back in the middle of the park, Jason Holt, Matt Kennedy, and, and one or two of them. And, and I think the right back's a good signing, Anthony Nelson, who'll put himself in the short window, because if he goes here and does well and sticks out, the chances are he'll get a club. Because I like the right back, I think he's a good player. The boy McLennan, he scored two for Scotland under 21s during the week, didn't he? Con- yeah, he did. Yeah. So why does Lenny not see the boy Ralston better than the one that he's brought up for well, Scott, Jerry? You know, that, that's a strange one, isn't it? The boy Boris brought in. If I'm going to be honest here, I think it's the long throw that he's brought him in for. I, I think the boy Ralston, you know, it's a different kettle of fish, as you know, she'll play with the Celtic Rangers. And maybe the pressure on him, you know, he's struggling to get to that level, that consistency there. You know, I'm not, I, obviously he needs to find a club, because I say he's been there too long now and he's still not really broke through. Broke through. You know, he had he had a spell for, I think it was last season, maybe, was it last season or the end of last, the season before? And he was in the team, he was, he was playing quite regular. 
but I don't think it was what Celtic was looking at. I think he was in when Lustig was injured, right. uh, so to speak. Yeah. And I feel now, you know, if he was going to get the opportunity to make the right back his own when Lustig was leaving, then that that's was the time. Chance. That's the time I thought he could have said, right, I'm going to nail this down. This is yeah. I'm going to be number one right back. Yeah. But they brought in another two right backs. So. And obviously he's went out in loans. So I think that tells you something. I think they, I, th- I think going out in loans a good shoot. It's a good shoot to go and get fit and, and sample. You know the boy's been brought up there. At, you know at Celtic Park. He's been a, a young boy and he's come through the ranks there, and that's great. But to go out and sample, you know other you know dressing rooms banter, get in amongst mm-hmm. other players, no do him any harm at all. And I think the ability that he's got. I think he'll, he'll, he'll stand out in the St Johnson team. I think it, when you look at Ricky Foster, who's done his obviously moved to, to Ross County, he's a better player than him now because obviously time has caught up a wee bit in Foster. But I think uh, I think Ralston will do the business. So. There's nothing better, you know. You know you're training all week, and you know you've got a good opportunity. You're going to be playing this Saturday. Aye. Whereas at Celtic, it wasn't going to happen. No, from, that's right. Yeah. Okay, let's move to Ross County two, St Mirren one, and uh, you did say on Friday night, both you and Mister Graham, that you felt that uh, Ross County would be hard to beat back up in Dingwall. Yes, uh, and that proved to be the case. Well, you know, they, they take the lead in sixty-two minutes, and Tony Andrew gets one back for them St Mirren make it 72 and it looks like a point you know and you're, you're saying that's a cracking point for uh, for, St, for St Mirren to take back down the road in 90th minute uh, County get their winner um, decent little crowd there 3,500 as well but th- these are the games at home Skipper Fraser hails side spirit after his late goal County enjoy the last laugh and you know they're saying that they, they, you know you've you've got to play the, the full ninety minutes. Whether St Mirren have just turned off for the last few the last few seconds, it's a long road back down the road. When when you think you've got that point, you're all buzzing about and going right. That's great. We're here and we've done the business. And suddenly you know you've lost a last minute yeah. uh, winner and uh, it's a sore one to take. But it'll be it'll be smarting today or yesterday and today. I would imagine Jim Goodwin and on the back of. Of going up, think you've done it, and then before you know it, it's grasped away for you. So it's, a, it's a long journey back. Home, Jerry, you know, these are the are. ones that hurt, though. Particularly, the reason they hurt yeah. is because these That's are the it. teams that are around yes. about you, and you want to be taking points from them. Yes, I think Jim Goodwin would be. I know he's saying he's hit the woodwork a few times and they pinned him back, but I think he'd have been, he'd have been took the point after going behind. I think they went behind, didn't they? Yeah, they were one 0 down. Then I was leaving Kilmarnock. Actually, I was just leaving the ground, and I thought it was one each, and I just get into the car and it says two one, and. Yeah, and Ross County had a few bad results in the last few weeks and it'd be great for them to bounce back and get the result you're right losing the game but losing in the last minutes even though well he's saying the defending you know def- a deflated Goodwin while raising the matter of the disallowed goal also pointed to his own own team's defensive frailties really he says I don't mind losing games when the opposition are better or when they score goals by cutting us open but the goals we're giving away at the moment are simply no good enough and, and jump straight to the point it's something I've obviously got to work on uh, might have been a bit flat after you know the fortnight's break. It's not always uh, in your favour, but uh, to go there and and to go as far, um, you know, it, it's a sore one to lose late on. I, went, I, I see the broad Broadfoot on just after half time. So whether it was Mackenzie was injured or not, maybe he just felt you know the. the well, uh, uh, 49 they, minutes they needed, to make, they needed to make a change here yeah. but again it's, you know, it's, it's always a sore one when you lose a goal uh, a last minute goal but as I say the journey would have been even longer for Jimmy Goodwin <laughs> I, I just think we fancied the, the home advantage yeah, I just yeah, think no, no, you, you, uh, sorry you did I, I just think that you know it's a long it's a long trek I would imagine St Mirren would have went up on the Friday Jerry yeah. stayed over 
prepare properly, mm-hmm. do your bit, get back in the game, you know, keep it tight, down the road be a point, and then bang, sucker punch, and no way back. But these are the big games for Ross County they, and St Mary. They're, they're the survival they, games. They could be six-pointers. You know. yeah, yeah. I agree. I yeah, think absolutely they yeah, could. Yeah. And that's why it is crucial that you come away with something. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, come... March and April, you look back and go, maybe we lost that last minute. Yeah, we turned yeah. off here, we turned off there. Before you know, they accumulate the points, accumulate, and you're stranded at the bottom. Before you know it, you're in the playoffs. Uh, and maybe a push. So um, he's he's still very obviously. It's it's um it's a Jim Goodwin who's still probably trying to find his feet and find his best players and find his best shape and what have you. But listen, all kidding aside, he'll went up there probably still fancying himself to beat Ross County. As much as he's not come out and said it, that'll be hurting them even more because I think even in the first game of the season they lost a last-minute winner to to Hibs as well. Mm. You know, I've seen his face in the does, does that, though, indicate that there's a problem with concentration with the yeah, St Mirren team well, for the whole game? Well, you know, they say, you know, that can happen, Bill, but I would imagine Jim must be drumming that home. The more it's happening, the more you've got to, you know, get in Yeah, but look at, remember, remember going back about, what, three, four seasons, guys, when Thistle at home... Oh, you see, all the time. get thumped in the last two or three minutes. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> once, once you so get it in your head, and that mental block. A mental thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A mental thing. It's. I remember we were in Abs with Bobby that the few. Well, it was our first season anyway, and you felt that we were even at two 0 ahead. A few times we went two 0 ahead, and we lost the game. We were losing the Levy three two. We lost another one two two nothing up two each or four two up against Hibs we drew four each, yeah, hearts, we drew four each, you know, in ex- injury time. <sighs> and we were like, it, it, it became a mental thing. Four each hips, hearts, whereabouts? Was that Easter Road? No, Ten Castle. Oh, we were four two up, and the wee boy uh, Weir came on, and he scored two goals in injury time. He scored in the 92nd and the 93rd minute. <sighs> But it does become It sticks in your head Because you get jittery about it When it happens a couple of times You think to yourself Is this going to happen again And you become preoccupied with it And your focus goes Jerry's team's obviously You know the best at doing it Scoring goals on on, on the opposition You know his favourite team You know Celtic Always play late on And get get winners late on I think think your own team's Kind of developed a wee bit Of a penchant for it as well This season Which I think's good Yeah I'm not knocking it it. I think it's good I think because I've said for the last couple of seasons particularly right. when Celtic have been doing it mm-hmm. I don't think it's luck I think it's by design just they don't stop still playing a, still believe they go and win yeah the they you don't just, stop playing and that's what wins your league you so you're trying to copy us is that what you're saying no, I wouldn't say copy, you know, but, you know, it's you take a, 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 certainly take a, a page out of the book and go, well, listen, it does last now, then he's picking his three and four minutes up and it goes that way. You just need to watch that telly on a Saturday for no playing and there's no games, there's goals galore going in yeah. late on in games and what have you. You know, just look at the, the Watford game yesterday, you know, so you never say never, you just, you just got to keep going. I never watched see, that, I was Solheimen cupping all day yesterday. Oh, Solheim and cupping. See, the Celtic, the Celtic Rangers teams, you know, and the manager will be drilling them. They're not happy with a draw. I don't accept the draw. No. Try and get the win. Yeah. Try and get the win. Listen, just going back to Ross County and looking at their last five results, when you look at it, it was actually fortuitous that they got the win mm-hmm. on Saturday because otherwise it could have been one of those wee slumps mm-hmm. that you struggle to get out yeah. of. Well, they got a good start against Hamilton. Yeah, they and then, did. And then obviously the three in between it, you know, hasn't looked that great. But on paper, I'm pretty sure that the managers will be sitting down and and, and mapping it out and going right we could they're the ones that we've definitely got to win mm-hmm. is that fly hanging about again it's torture isn't it 
It's I annoying me. Come near me. No, it's, it's annoying me. Um, Fortunately, you're keeping off the rest of us. No, I went. I don't know what it was. I went for a haircut the way in, and the guy sprayed. You didn't that fly money. I went for a haircut. I did. You mean a buff and a shine? No, I went I, for I, a I haircut. Got a shave, and he did my nose, <laughs> my ears, and all that. So, and he sprayed some in my head, but it's certainly attracting the flies. You know what it is? What is it? I think it's a big shamrock they thought we had. <laughs> Maybe done that for badness. Yeah, yeah. Imagine <laughs> it. Imagine getting into a barber's van. Walking a bit hard in the back. <laughs> Chap bums, he's, he's lost the plot. <laughs> I'd be a laugh on it. Yeah, back to the football. Right, back to the football. It was you who started really, talking about shamrocks and heads and all that. You see the most pleasing thing for the <laughs> co-managers up there. They've stopped to rot a wee bit because yeah. you're right. See if they lost that, they even got the win. It's okay. They maybe they says right, we'll take the draw because of the results we've had previous. But getting the win of saying well, we've lost that. Eh, we'll we've sort of a stop to rot a wee bit. And that's always a manager, a coach. When you're in that situation, you're always looking for that wee result that can maybe change it again for you. Mm. I, I mean, to to be fair. They're always going to have to win those games like against Hamilton, St Johnson, and Harps these yeah. days <laughs> at, at the minute. And we'll come to them in just a wee minute. But let's go to Kilmarnock and Hibbs uh, because both these managers have been under pressure yeah. over the last couple of weeks. You can't escape from it. You were at the game, Jerry. Yeah. Fill us in with uh, your thoughts. I just felt the first half, nothing was happening. I think Kilmarnock had a good chance with a header from a corner, but. Habs had a lot of wee bit intricate play in the middle of the park, but nothing really creative. And I felt, you know, it was a stalemate. And I was talking to Jimmy Clark at half time, ex Kelly, um, and I worked with Jimmy. And he was saying, What do you think of the game? I says, Nothing's happened. Something's got to happen. You know, I says, It's got to improve for the result. And the second half, Kamarnock got it. I know it was a long ball. But this boy, uh, Miller, the first half, he worked hard defensively. He wasn't getting on the ball, but you could see the bit of pace. And once he came into the game, Bill, it was a different game. He caused mm-hmm. them all sorts of problems running. Scored a good first goal, although it was, it was his long balls uh, when he got it. But once he was in, he finished. Then come on, I get a wee bit of confidence for that. Uh, they scored a right good second goal. I think it was McKenzie cut back in the number 15 uh, El McCreaney. Yeah, the one you've seen the boy yeah. who's, the who's been rotten, Aye. to be honest yeah. with you. He's you know, been absolutely he's done well to keep woeful. He's looked, looked a wee bit fitter in, in Saturday. Aye, he needs games, I think, but that boy. Once he's took it away, but you know, you could see the Hibs fans just deflated. I'm watching them, you know, and they were backing the team right to the hill. There's the second goal, and they just started to stream out and saying, well, here we go again. And I'm looking at uh, the, final, when, uh, the final whistle, uh, Alessio and the fans were singing his name actually they were <laughs> you know they were, just shows you how they can change but they were so uh, maybe a relief again because they beat St Johnson yeah, it's another three points and they were all giving it you know the usual high uh, high fives and that but I think it was just great we've got another result here and I must admit Kilmarnock played much better the second half and they played a bit of, foot, bit of football I like the boy Power and Dicker in the middle of the park yeah. compliment one another but the boy one of the boys that caught my eye apart from the boy Porteous who had just come back from injury yeah. you know he had a good game caught I think it was the first goal but he was strong in the air and you know and he was trying to lead you know the young boy and he was trying to get the boys going and he was in the tackle and aggressive but the boy Halberg number 20 I thought looked a decent player I think the German boy he came off you know but 12 minutes to go, 13 minutes to go. But I tell you, he looked decent on the ball and he was going to get involved. But then again, it's 
They're nearly doing things. Uh, I'm suggesting to be. Jerry, let's start with Kelly for a minute because obviously what I want to know from you is can you see now any discernible style of play with Kelly? Can you see that he's going to stick to a Steve Clark style of play? Can you see a change in the style of play that's becoming more identifiable? Or do you think he's still trying to find where he wants to sit with I th- the team? Yes, I think he's still trying to find Bill because okay, he's brought the boy is at Fabro in. And he looked quite solid at the back, along with Finlay. And two good central defenders, the boy, uh, the, the Italian boy, looked looked decent. The left back, Nico Hamalene, and the boy from QPR on loan. He done no bad. Yeah, yeah Swanee's you know, gave him money yeah, match. Yeah, he, he, done, money he, match. He, he gets forward and tries to see the ball in. And he, I think he a decent replacement right. for uh, exactly. Greg Taylor. Yeah, yeah. But they're still playing the same system. They're still playing with the two sitting midfield <laughs> players, mm-hmm. the three, and Brophy up. And Brophy does a power work. But I, I feel maybe at home he'll start to maybe introduce two strikers because, you know, I think Brophy needs help up there. But he's he, never but, in the right place. No, but he's, he's, a, he's a willing runner. You know? No, I know, but that's yeah. that's the yeah. problem. And then he's got the ball and he's either got to get it in there himself yeah. Yeah. or he puts it in to where he should be and yeah, there's nobody should. there. Well, that's how I feel he'll benefit if he's playing a target man because he will run in behind and he'll play around about and he'll buzz about. And I, I think, obviously, Boyd he was a good foil for him when he played. But, they, yeah... The better performance and the fans were great. They're right behind them, and you know, obviously with the St Johnson result getting just before the international break, it gave them a, a lift. They brought the boys so on for Brophy, who sort of had done the similar job. But the boy Miller for me was the one that changed in the second half, run at people direct, and he was causing a bit of problems. But I needed some in the second half because the first half was a bit drab. You know, nothing happening as much as threatening to something to happen, but just didn't happen. But I think Hibs. I've got to get something more about them now. I feel Scotty Allen, you know, I like him as a player, was out of sorts, you know, his passing wasn't great, and usually he'll try to be difficult one when it wasn't coming off, but sometimes it does come off, it looks good. Cam Berry again, holds the ball and tries to get guys into the, the game, but for me, he's still not an out-and-out striker. They brought the boy uh, Doidge on for Horgan, who was, you know, a bit fractured for me, you know, the team, there's... The areas they do all right, other areas, you know, I think, you know, they could be doing better. But again, you know, they're going through a spell and know the coach, Paul, Paul Hayton Bottoms, you know, he's out there and he's trying to get them, he's trying to encourage them to get on the ball and do something. But right now it's not happening for them. Yeah. And the Hibs fans are very frustrated, but I think it's just as well that the, the team on the other side of the, the city aren't doing so well because there would be more pressure on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think right, and according to the paper here, he was getting a bit of stick higging bottom uh, during the match, and he says we've got to be stronger, we've got to be braver, we've got to stand up, and and Jerry's talking about you know the shapes a wee bit you know all over the place, and that's probably just going to get worse because as the results don't happen, you're still clutching out getting the right shape, so you've got no continuity, you've got no shape that's staying the same. Yeah. So you're bringing players in, you're chopping and changing, Jerry knows how it works, and then you start panicking, and things don't start going right, completely go pear shape, but, you know, isn't it crazy to think that both managers outside the city are, you know, going to go toe-to-toe on Sunday, the way the fixtures have mm-hmm. came, they mm-hmm. can't buy a win, any of the two of them, but I probably just fancy Kelly on the back of the result at St. Johnson. You know, it's amazing to think the Kelly fans are singing Alessio's name, 
you know, one or two changes, but I think Dicker and Power, them playing, Brophy buzzing about up front, Miller gave him the legs to get in behind, and, and, and a big Adorno, seemingly, I don't know if played well, but I'm looking yeah, at... Yeah, he gets forward, Stephen, you know. He, well, he, you know, he, I'm he looking at Swanee, and, and Swanee's a good judge, Craig Swanee, he's, he's, he's been on the show, he knows his stuff, and they're all sevens and eights, his two top, top players are... Uh, Hemelainen, I think I'm saying it right. The left back that he's got in loan from QPR and Alan Power, who I yeah. think is a fantastic. Well, Hamelainen, yeah, you know. he, he did have a good game. He he played, uh, he was quite steady. You know, he liked to get forward and try and get the ball into the box. Which they'll need yeah. because, you know, Greg Taylor did that. You yeah. know, he was tidy and he went good forward ball. and what have you. And if the wee left back on loan does that as well, we had Donald doing that the other side where he's two sitting midfield. Yeah. Suddenly, Alessio may go, maybe I've tried to move it about maybe too much here. Let's just go back. There's wee McKenzie back in the team as well, well getting I'll them wins. He, he's, for this boy, you know, McKenzie gets about, you know, he, he never well, hates, his socks he, off, he, Jerry, he didn't he? And he tries to go in. I think he was involved in the second goal right. cut it back because it was a good second goal because we were watching it build up, the build up here. Good Hibs crowd doing. I've seen there was 5,500 at the game, I is think, it? No, uh, yeah, there were 900. Ah, so 1,000. So 4,500 Kelly fans. It's better than when it used to be. It's yeah. it's not. But wait, look, we know why they're winning games, well, and are. therefore when you win games, the crowd comes. Nobody wants to go and see their it's team. A great, it's beat. a great result. You know, win games. If you want, you know, you got on a good wee run, and suddenly training's good this morning. There's a wee spark about it. If they went one at St Johnson, no, forget about how St Johnson are playing. You went won a Premier League match away from home. You've then had international break. Players have maybe been away, probably not a lot of them, and you've had two weeks to get organised, then yeah. you win your next game. Yeah. You know, who you go next, who we well, play next, that's one of them, isn't it? Especially if you win before an international break, you want the next game to come quick, you of know, course. because you're on that. Whereas I think it was Hibs played, um, was it Muller before the international break? And they lost that, I'm sure they lost that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did wait, it for part nine. Yeah, and they've waited two weeks and they've lost this lost game again. again. You know, so is the boy Higginbottom under pressure? Well, the fans weren't happy, you know, they were streaming out. Uh, I heard about, at the Muddle game, he was getting a bit as well. Look, he's got mostly the same players. I still say he misses the boy Boyle. Horgan, for me, is a wee bit of a hit or a miss. I, th- I think he needs more in the middle of the park. Jerry, much was made of sort of money going into the club from the new owner. Um, and the he, money went in, but, Bill? Well, he, he said that the money had gone in, they'd put the money into the club, but it was up to the club and the people who were running the club day-to-day as to where that money was allocated. Have they allocated it if the money's gone in? If the money's gone in, have they allocated it in the right way? Because Hibs fans, from halfway through the window, said when Paul Heckenbottom said, that's us, we're finished buying, Hibs fans were up in arms about it. They were on to me almost on a daily basis. Yeah. You know, he's got to surely look at this, and he's got to surely look at that, and we're weak there, and we're weak there. So, I mean, have the club misspent the money or have they not spent it at all and uh, you know has Heckenbottom got best value for money in your view well I'm looking at the squad here and the boy Halberg is the only one I see the difference uh, who they brought in I don't know well they brought Deutsch in didn't they well, well? Deutsch sorry Deutsch came in and I know Newell but I'm, I'm, I'm looking they, they two guys that were on the bench but the boy Halberg as I say is, I thought he was decent in the middle of the park the big plus for Hibs right now and the fans, you know, this is one thing about the fans will be happy on Saturday is seeing the boy Portia's back. Yeah, good player. I saw him last season. I know he had a bad injury, but he was a bit rash and tried to win things he couldn't win. But on Saturday, you know, I, I thought he was dominant in the air and he was getting on the end of things and he was encouraging and he was having a go at a few of his players. And for a young boy, I felt, you know, that's, that's a good sign. Yeah. 
Your Honour, just hope he stays injury clear because I think this guy can have a very good future. And what about the centre back for command the boy Finlay? Finlay done well. Right. You know, he's a state. I've seen him on numerous occasions. I like him. Good balance with command at left sided. But I'll tell you what. He just does his job. If you get a chance to pass it, he'll pass it. But he doesn't Passes it well up the line yes, to the fullback. Yeah, but he? He, he doesn't put himself under pressure. No. You know, if he feels he's going to. Quite Jerry, get good feet, brave, good yeah. near. Oh, I, I like think him. he's got everything that boy. You I know, think some, he's a cracking player. You would say he's a seven or eight every week. Aye. You know, which is steady. Which, that's what you want to be a defender. Which is, by the way, on the strength of getting a move. I, you know, there, there's got to be teams in the Championship. I think. So, somebody offered 500,000, was it? Was it Cardiff, was it? No. Oxford. Oxford, there you go. Oxford there offered five, but he's better than Oxford. He's a championship yeah, player. Yeah, I think he's a good player. With all due respect, Charlie's had a great career, Charlie McGrew, still playing at Wigan. Yeah. Got his loan move for Blackburn, and he played in the Scotland team. Now, Finley should have played for me in the Scotland team. You know, why not? He, he, you know, he should be playing, he's in the squad. Mm. Clark knows what he's all about. But he's, I very seldom don't want to put the Jono on the kid, but every time, even in the Rangers game, I says, look at the way he passes the ball. You know, Greg Taylor was just moving down the lane and he was just passed it on the ground. Doesn't he get the ball away, Jerry? No, no, I think... Good feet, brave. Talking about Stevie Clark, I was at a charity thing and I was at a charity for St Magnus Hospice on Friday night and Steve Clark and Archie McPherson were the guest speakers and doing a bit of Q&A. Q&A. I'm talking to Steve and Stevie came over very well, you know, he was talking about, he knew it was a hard gig in school. But I think he knows where he wants to go. But as he is, you know... He's got to, we've got to start producing players for him. You know, he's got to have help. He doesn't want these players every day now. You know, he's getting a squad of players in the best that he feels that's around at the moment. And maybe the boy Finley, he's just looking for an opportunity to try and get him in because you say he knows he's worked with him. But I think if he gets the opportunity, he'll start introducing, you know. He was injured, that's why he wasn't involved. Well, that well, usually happens if you don't play. If you're injured then. Well, sure, thanks for letting me know. Yeah, okay. Know, there you okay. go. Well, we're talking but, about the boy anyway. He's no, a good but, player. I think, you know, Stevie knew it was going to be a hard gig. But if he still feels he's got a squad of players, you know, a good squad of players there, uh, obviously he's, he, the boy Greg Taylor's went away to Celtic, obviously be getting involved in the Scotland squad as well, you know, has enhanced his, you know, his reputation. But he knows he's got a, a, a squad of players, he feels it will get better. But at the same time, I'm thinking... Yeah, yeah, but Jerry, you say that, and for years we've used the excuse of we've not had enough players playing at the top level, and we've got more players playing at the top level now than we've ever had before. And now we're saying we're not producing enough players. We've got yeah, to stop. We've got to stop looking for these excuses and and get to the root problem of it. If we're not producing a, enough players, the question should be why are we not yeah, producing well, we'll enough that, players, and what do we do? I don't think we're producing the you know a lot. Of, Quality players now. It's so, so what's the answer? What do we do? Well, we spoke about this last week. Uh, I think it comes at early age with the coaching. But, but, but well, Jerry, Scotland, I think, but Jerry, I've, Scotland, I've Scotland can't have like ten quality outfield players. No, we're not going to. But, but you know, but, but you've then got Andy Robertson. You've got Kieran Tierney. Right. You've got um, the boy McGregor. You've got James Forrest. You've got the the boy another uh, um, midfield player, Celtic. McGregor. You know, Mc, no, no McGregor. Uh, Christie. Christie. There's five. There's nearly half a team. Yeah, but you know, you know I mean? we're still no up. McTominay and the Man United team. We're still not up at that level. We're still way below the level, you know, that the, the other countries we're playing that come out against you. But Jerry, see the players I've just said they're every bit as good as yeah. Republic Ireland, Northern Ireland well, and Wales have got. And we still can't win games. You know, that's the problem. Why are we not winning games? I still try to work out at this late stage why the boy Cooper was played on the left and Charlie Mulgrew was played on the right. Well, that's got nothing to do with the quality. No, that's, got, that's a tactical move. What I was trying to say here, I'm trying to say Steve Clark needs time. 
You need time, and I think I, I agree. I agree with you. I agree with you, Jerry. But he's got to make the most of the time that he's got, and yeah. making decisions like Cooper at, on the left and McGrew in the right. I don't think he's making the best. You know, well, there's a wee job going. You've got, you've got three to five years. Say five years. Just say right. We need the manager. We need this manager to stay in place, and he wants to see what's coming through. But we've got to within that time have. Much better players come through. Right, back to back to Kelly and, yes. and Hibbs, and Hibbs particularly. Well, we all tipped them as a top three. Club. Yeah, I did as well. Yeah. You know, you we know, did. It goes in on the back of Neil Lennon, um, you know, and what had happened there. Took over the team, got the shape right, started winning games, played a wee bit of quality, and everybody's raving about the guy, you know, and saying he was a wee bit hard done to down at Leeds and what have you, but decent pedigree, good player as a player as himself, and and started his manager career very strong. You know, loving it at Hibs, 15, 20,000 there at the back end of last season. Lost a couple of games. He felt as if he's in, you know, an, assembled his own squad over the summer. That's what he said. It was there in black and white. I remember reading that mm -hmm. during the summer months, and he can now he can now say they're his team. But they've started. Whether it's just they've had a bad start and they're going to kick on with one or two players coming back in. But you can't go much longer. You know, there's four games, there's 12 points, they're sitting in, what, three, I think, or something? Mm -hmm. So the Hibby fans, as I say, they're a f fantastic, uh, you know, following, but they'll not put up with it. They, they need to win football matches. They don't care who's in charge, Bill. They're not caring who the manager is. Mm -hmm. Go to win games. Jerry's been there, he's coached there, he's been assistant manager with Bobby. Oh, it's they're cutthroat, by the way. They're, they're, you know, it's like, they all for him. You're not supposed to lose a game if you play with Hibs or Hearts either, by the way. Mm -hmm. And if you do lose a game, they want to know how you lose it, but you win your next. So the pressure's on, starting Sunday, hopefully we'll go through and get some tickets, but great to see the game. Although the young boy Naismith done else came in, but they miss the boy Gray. The, the just, captain, he, he, yeah, yes, the captain. David Gray. David Gray, leadership. As well, you right. know, and he's a boy, you know, he'll, he'll go on to people, he'll talk, his voice for so in the park. But he, he, as well as being a good player, I think he they miss his leadership qualities on the park. And me, Marlon, didn't he play? See, the squad, no, he was not. Marlon was playing. Marlon playing, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, it was Stephen Marlon. I do apologise. He's decent, you know, he'll go and get hit the set pieces. The great straight, first, you know, just I think the keeper, the, the Kelly keeper, came in actually, they had a couple of good saves. Uh, but I feel they're more, they, they need more in the middle of the part. They need more Yeah, but I, the other thing is as well that Marlon, for me, hits nice diagonals, but they don't seem to play with the width at the moment that they used to. Well, uh, Hibbs, I don't know if they did Horgan, on Saturday. Horgan played. Horgan, yeah, but, uh, yeah but, but, but they still play narrow. Who's jo yeah, where's, where's play. Josh Vela play? Did they play narrow on, on Saturday, Jerry? Yeah, they See, this is, this is the thing. They've got guys that can play wide. They played 4 3 3, right? But the wide men were in. The narrow. They've been they've been doing that. They've been doing that since the season started, and I've seen Marlon ping balls last season. Oh, good. Right out, beautiful balls, and it cuts the defence in two. And you've got the runner there that's taking it. You know, he's taking it down the line, whipping it in. But you see, the last three games I've seen them play, I've seen them line up, but they've played really, really narrow. Yeah. Jerry, what about the boy they Josh Josh Vela? Where does he play? He plays in the middle of the park. Quality, no? Yeah. Is yeah. Well, he played, uh, they, I think it was Marlon in the left, then it was Vela, uh, no, Halberg, then Vela, the three. But the three they played in front, they became a five defending. Right. The two wide men, uh, Scotty Allen and uh, Horgan. Mm. But, but you're right, it wasn't a out and out wide. No. Whereas where Boyle usually plays and usually goes and takes, gets a one and one with the, the fullback. But I just felt they didn't have that, you know, they didn't stretch him or get in behind him, yeah, Hibs. But it's, 
most of their chances came from uh, you know the set pieces that Malin would take. But uh, there's definitely some you can see they're a bit flat. You know the confidence is drained a wee bit because they lost the second goal. I'm looking at some of their players and they're just when are we going to get a result mm-hmm. here? And that, that obviously yeah, it's a natural thing. It drains your confidence. But they need more out of their team. They need they, they need to find a way to try and win it and getting the result. Alright boys, let's take a trip down Gorgie Way where things aren't particularly happy. Protests outside the ground asking for the head of Mr Levine. Ye Wee Liam has sent us uh, a, a huge tweet in three parts and we'll get to it in a wee minute. Uh, but let's talk about it. Hearts 2, Motherwell 3. You always knew if you went to yeah. Tyne Castle you were going to have a fight in your hands. Yeah. Uh, and it's just not happening. No. Uh, and, and you know, as a result... In fact, sorry Hugh, just before... Right. before Last 10 league games for Hearts Lost, drawn, lost, drawn Lost, 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 drawn, lost They have scored less points since last October than any other team Yeah, um, I've seen to Jerry just before we come on I read uh, Keith Jackson's article today The head sports writer on the Daily Record And uh, I've got to say, he didn't, he didn't hold back He gave it both barrels and in his opinion, he felt as if, you know, the appointment was, if things don't go well, you know, Craig could go back up the stairs, you know, what's but, it? But a lot of people were saying when he was up the stairs, Hugh, he was picking the team and pulling the strings then. Yeah, that's right, you know, and, and they're saying that his, his record is woefully worse than what Cathro's was as well. Um, as I say, you know, and again, he, he, he digs deep into how stubborn he was when he was a Scotland manager, when he wouldn't walk away unless he got his settlement and what have you. And people forget that. He was hanging in for that. And he got that eventually as well and what have you. So the bottom line is, hearts are playing and, and they've got no confidence. They're no, they're no flowing. Nothing's happening. But, you know, as much as I've sat and I've said every week they're a great club, which they are, they've got great fans, which they are, but I'll tell you something, everything that Hearts players did wrong on Saturday, and I'm only going by the highlights I've seen, everything was a boo. Everything was a boo. Now, listen, see if you're a Hearts fan, get behind your team, get behind your players. The easiest thing in the world is to criticise and boo players. These players don't need that. I'd have got them into the mess. The players have got the team into the mess where they are. But sometimes they need their own fans to back them. But Big Allegrail made a great point here on Friday night as well. Bill texts me at tea time, I was my way back for Ibrox, he went, look at the state of Hearts, look at the state of Tynecastle, look at what's happening outside the ground. And I'll be honest, I looked at the banners and I looked at the, 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 the crowd and what they were up to and what have you and the, and the protests and what have you. And Ali Graham says, all the guys your age, I've got Craig Levine still up there. He says, see all the younger guys that go and support Hearts. He doesn't even know who Craig Levine is. Yeah. All they want is a team to win football matches. The other guys, the guys at 40, 30, 40, 50, I'll all say, what a great player, what a great jambo. Maybe the way I say it as well, because he's a fantastic player. But he was a big stubborn git when I played with him as well. And I know that, because that's the way he is. He's not the most liked guy in the world, you know, pot calling kettle. But to be fair, he'll always say what he's going to say. There's nothing wrong with that. 
Jim Jeffries coming out today saying that his job will be on the line uh, if he doesn't win the derby, but saying that he wouldn't be surprised if he didn't even make it to the derby. Well, they're talking about would they want me lock in charge just purely for the enthusiasm and the, the, the hunger and, and the love of the club by Sunday. We lock it could be in the dugout. You never know what Ann Budge is thinking. I mean, he'll not get us our tickets. Well, we may get a seat in the dugout. I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll get somewhere. Do you want uh, that? I don't know. But I've just got that fly. Well done. Um, so, uh, uh, I felt sorry, you know, who, who do you feel sorry for? The manager, the owner, the fans, the players, everyone was boo, and it was, wasn't there a full tank castle, so you heard it even more, but mistakes as well, they get themselves back in the game at 2-1, and the, the big right back, what's he thinking about, just put the boy at the park, you know, so, can you blame Craig for that, can you, you know, and, and the, the right back's walking Scott for you, you know, it's a cutthroat game. Res- results, you go be your results. That's the bottom line. But this is near an overnight The thing you've thing. got to remember, though, is that Sean Clare's not right back. No, this isn't. This isn't happening overnight. This has been. This has been brewing this for, been, for months. Last October, and yes. I say last. I say last season. Six by it. They were a bottom four club. Well, last October, since last October, October twenty eighth last season, right to now, they've scored twenty eight points. Yeah. Twenty eight. And Jackson said the 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 getting to the final was, was painting over the cracks. Yeah. Uh, was, was you know and, and the big fella's spot on me all his points, you know what I mean? He's, but you see Craig Levine says he's still the man to turn it round. I think you've got to be careful that you know, confidence and belief comes very quickly. It's a thin line between that and arrogance. Maybe that's where the stubbornness is coming in. You know, he's banging the you know, his body's Well, here's the, here's the thing, Jerry. Right? Here's the thing, and I put this I put this on the the social media yesterday because we were talking about a number of different things. I'm going to go with Liam before I come to you only because it proves my point. See, when people start turning on the board, that's when you start to see things happening. And Liam sent in this this long tweet tonight. It says, uh, for once, I'm not going to rabbit on about Levine. Uh, You know my stance on him and it's not changed. This week, I want to talk about Budge. I thank the woman for saving our beloved club, but she has to realise enough is enough. Myself and other Hearts fans are taking a disliking to her now. As soon as a fan behaviour is brought up, she's right in the media criticising us. But 300 fans stayed back to protest, I heard it was more than that the management and wants answers and she's nowhere to be seen uh, she's quick enough to jump on fans but not um, Levine, she missed a trick as Bill would say in not replacing Levine at the break, but now we have two biggest games, if the season so far in Hibs away then Aberdeen in the cup and changing now would be ridiculous, something has to be done after these two games or uh, extra fans will be divided on the club all season and we will be right back uh, in the championship again with no clear leadership when uh, fan t- the fan group take over. Why hasn't she said anything about the manager just straight to the paper if the fans don't follow her rules? Now, one of the other things, Jerry, that's going to happen here, and I know this because I've had a spate of them on saying that they know they know what they're doing and they know what other fans are doing. People are now stopping their £10 a month to uh, hearts in protest that they're not being listened to and that no action's been taken. So I've got to say, 
even though it's early in the season, I do believe there is a crisis brewing costing at Tynecastle. Costing yeah. them as well, yeah. yeah a crisis much. is brewing, Jerry. Well, see when fans start to get up arms and things like that, then you see as it starts to affect the board, then someone will have them. There's bigger legends than Craig Levine being sacked from the clubs that have been in charge, you know, yeah. the clubs that they've come up and played for and been, been the manager and that. I think Craig's, you know, looking at the situation and he keeps trying to come out with the right things and seeing the positive things that he's the man to turn it round and that. But actions speak louder than words, and right now they are not getting the actions. And I can understand. I've sat amongst the Hearts fans from last season, and I can even then the unrest between the fans, and they were really voice for the saying, and they kind of keep going in every week and saying, "Oh, turn this week or turn this week," you know, because if it doesn't, then they're saying it should have been happened a long time ago. It should have been out the door. And you're right, the Hibs game is massive. But the only thing about uh, might be going in his favour is Hibs aren't playing too well either. So I think it's MD's game. But they're not, but they're not bottom of the li- the table. No, if I'm, Hearts lose this game or even draw it, I think you've got a real problem for Craig Levine. See the other big problem. See if he doesn't go, uh, he does get a result against Hibs. You know, I'll paper over the cracks again. Mm. You know, and the fans will just be saying that. You know, they'll be happy for a week. They'll get the bragging rights. They'll beat Hibs, the, uh, the biggest rivals. But does that solve the problem? No. So I can understand where the Hearts fans are coming. I don't like to see MD losing their job, but I just feel Craig has been banging his drum for how long that he's a man that will turn this round. And right now, nobody sees that. Yeah, it's, it's, I think there's a breakdown with Ann Budjan, what she needs to say to the press, what, what she going to say. You know, I think we all know that there's a bond between Ann Budge and Craig Levine. She's desperate for Craig to, to turn it. Desperate. She doesn't really want anybody else running her team than Craig picking their team and being such a great hearts man, but that doesn't guarantee your results. She's a very successful businesswoman who's put a lot of money in there. She'll be wanting to protect, and, and she'll be getting her advisor saying, we need to have a look at this. As much as you want him to be there, um, there sometimes comes a time when, um, you know, the club's bigger than the name, as Jerry said, and and the, and the name is no saving you any longer. Well, here's the thing as well, guys, and I'll tell you this for, for a fact, and I believe this strongly. If she leaves this too long, she'll eliminate the opportunity for him to go back upstairs. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I, think, I, I don't think he should go back upstairs. Well, I don't think he should I either. If if he but gets sack, but I know. think there's a chance that he could still do it. Go back upstairs as director of football. Do you think to soften the blow? Well, I don't think it's to soften the blow. I think it's because I think she thinks he's a genuine, he's got a genuine contribution to make. Uh, but I don't think it's in the dugout anymore, personally. My point would be, though, that if she leaves it much longer, so much faith will have been lost in him and her in the board that. If they were to put him back upstairs, I think you'd have full-scale mutiny on your hands. Yeah, but, you know, you, 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 you're looking at Hearts being a big enough club, I think, if Craig was going back up the stairs, right? Maybe they maybe even rename the, the, his job. It might not be director of football. It might be something else that she's got in plan for him. That a big enough character can come in there and no need to worry about Craig Levine. I think Hearts are... I, 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 I think but Hearts the, damage, are, the damage isn't with who comes in or who's there. The damage is with the fans. And the fans, I don't but think, if, would if, accept. But if, if, if they get a big name in, if you know they're, they're talking about, you know, there's one or two wee things going about already. Who they're looking at, who they're not looking at. I still, I still think that they, they, they now feel that I, there's, there's a confidence thing and there's a, a credibility thing. If you get a big name in, that's great, and it will placate the fans. But while Craig Levine's upstairs, 
they will always feel that he's had he's pulling the strings yeah. or he's got a say or too much of a say in it. And that's where I think she's got to make a decision and make it fairly quickly. Either if she wants to keep it in the cl- keep him at the club, because if she leaves it too much longer, that option will be taken away from her, in my view. Do you but, think that Craig Levine would be happy to simply stay in Nova and influence on? The- no. No, definitely no. not. Do you? So, no, definitely not. No, I think he would want his input. And that's a problem you're going to have, because he had it before. So he's not going to go away quietly. And just ah, but it was successful before, apart for the Cathro one. No, wait a minute. When they brought Robbie Nielsen and it was successful, OK, it was at a lesser level. It wasn't in the, champ- it wasn't in the Premier League, it was yeah. the Championship, wasn't it? Got them up. Mm-hmm. Robbie but went. they had a good season the following season in the, the, the Premier League. Yeah. And but the, why did Robbie leave? Well, that, you know, that, that'll come out. I'm pretty sure people within the game will be able to tell you why he probably left. And maybe he's just fed up that... Yeah, Craig had too much air input, that's why he went to MK Dons, but probably from a monetary point of view, the MK Dons things was probably quite attractive, Jerry. Oh, definitely. Can I ask you something, Michelle? Do you think Robbie would go back to Hearts if Craig Levine wasn't there? Um, do, do you think, I th- I'm sorry, do you think the fans would want him back? Do you think the fans would take Robbie Nielsen Yes, back? I do. Yes. And do you think, what do you think would be the stumbling block? If, uh, well, know? I think there's bigger names out there than Robbie Nielsen. No, I'm just saying, but I know, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking, the fans, if the fans want him back, would he come back if it was still under if Craig, Craig was upstairs? Yeah, I think, would, I think he would still come back. Would he okay? But I don't think he'll be back anyway. I, I think, you know, when, when you look at people who are out there, I think that I think better qualified in the game. I just think the team that beat Craig's team on Saturday, I think, would be a fantastic appointment for Hearts. I think the wee boy Robinson, Robinson. Would, would be a cracking, yeah. enthusiastic, hungry, will he win, all the stuff. And, and at a club like Hearts, could you imagine him? The Hearts fans would love Robinson, love him. Um, Gary Holt's been spoken about. I, I, I think that job's too big for Gary Holt. I think he's happy at Livy. He would take the Hearts job, but I don't think Gary Holt is big enough for Hearts. I think Robinson, I think Robinson's a better fit if it is going to change. Um, I still think we Robo would come into Anne Budgie's thoughts at, at Inverness. I don't think that would be a good appointment. Well... I don't know if Robo would come in a snuff manager. there before. No, I don't think he would come in uh, unless he was getting the manager's job, you know. And he would but Robo would come in and work with Craig. Easy. He would come in and work with Craig. He would come in and work with Craig. Position at the club. He would come in and work with Craig. Would he? Oh, 100%. 100%. Oh, I don't 100%. Yeah. But then again, I'm like, And by the way, you might find Lockie back involved. You know, that, you know he's, he's still behind the scenes. He still knows what's going on. You might see Lockie being involved again, you know. The, you know, the Hearts fans are shouting and, you know, for Lockie to be in the dugout on Sunday. But you know, what about George Burley? You know, uh, George Burley. George Burley has been spoken about. Has he? Yes, yeah. uh, but he, not the right appointment for me. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, Gary Naismith. Is this too successful? Uh, sorry, I meant to say, I get a wrong uh, name wrong. I get a name wrong. I, I meant to say Stevie Naismith. Well, we were talking about that and, and on the back of his four-year deal. On the four-year deal. And then again, rookie manager. Is that what? Hearts uh, need right now. Uh, I don't know. Would he work under a top coach? I don't. Well, hey, look, I'm just saying, we're all You're not there. surmising. Yeah, thanks, Sean. <laughs> uh, we're surmising. You know, and he must be looking you know, to sir, get in. He may get a result on Saturday and things will change again. I don't know. Stevie Smith. Uh, no, Stevie Smith. Stevie Nee Smith brings Big Boyd through his assistant. There you go. Nah, Boyd would be welcome at Hearts, wouldn't <laughs> All right, let's move on. Uh, we'll see what happens. Let's let's go to Ibrox. You were there on uh, Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Rangers three, Livy one. Livy going down to ten men, yeah. and uh, going to goal up. 
Yeah, we talk, absolutely. We talk about this game for half an hour. Yeah, of course. Right, but no, we're staying on to half eight. We've still got the Celtic game to come yet. We're staying on to half eight, aren't we? We'll get to five to eight and we'll do the Celtic game. Well, listen, for long spells in the game on Saturday, you know, there was nothing in it. There was definitely... It was the Armed Forces Day. Ibrox is usually buzzing with that. It's usually electric. You could feel it walking up the Copeland Road up Edmondson Drive. It was quite quiet. Jerry, it was quiet. It was a bad feeling. There was a kind of a hangover for the, for, you know... Yeah. Uh, international break. For the international break. And, you and, uh, know, uh, obviously... Uh, the, uh, week, uh, the week before. 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 Uh, he's were coming down the road. He's just singing uh, that song. Yeah, again. yeah. Well. You've got to stop telling lies because nobody's seen see <laughs> Even the satellite pictures can't see he's coming. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Stay in there. He's right. He must be an Come he's doing during the day. He <laughs> must... <laughs> He He's going to him down. He phones oh, Murdo and Collins oh, up. I waited two weeks to get away. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, there was a flatness, there was a, a staleness. They, they didn't come out with the same zest and the burst that you'd expect Rangers to come out after losing to Celtic. And uh, for long spells, Livingston, I've got to say, were outstanding. You know, some great individual individual performances especially the big guy who who got his marching orders the big boy Lyndon Dykes who who gave uh, Goldston and Katic a torrid time it was magnificent the big striker but right through the, the team the boy Lawless as well was very very good honestly Bill they were, they were collectively spot on you know and they go a, a goal ahead Scott Arfield you know and dived in They've got to go, and you know, there was a few rumblings going about at the time because they didn't look like scoring the first half. Cut that. Watched the highlights last night, and it was a bit of a false dawn. Taff had whipped a few in, Morelis maybe got in the end of one. It looked as though Rangers weren't going to score. It looked, it looked that way. Then they got their sell back in the game mm. after Livy. Then, of course, Chris Erskine hits the bar. Chris Erskine runs through, kind of nudges Andy Halliday, goes in the goalie. For me, that's a goer. Was it, was it Erskine? I'm sure it was Erskine. It was Erskine. But for me, the big centre-back at Livingston, great ball in for a free kick. Rangers have got to sell back in the game at one each. And a header, nobody near him. Six-yard line, and he puts it over uh, Gregory's uh, bar. They're right in the game, Livy. And then, of course, sending off and Rangers. But again, as we said, they don't play that great, but they win the game. The most important thing is keeping that gap to three between now and the next Old Firm game. Well, this is got some, to do that. This is something I said to you today. I mean, look, you're, you're seeing Rangers winning games now that they wouldn't have won last season. And that's the thing. It's not... For me, it's about being able to win and grind out results when you have to. And they didn't have that capability before. You know, they either won them comfortably or they lost or they drew or whatever. Rangers now seem to be able to grind out results. And they do seem to be able to get back on top in terms of getting a result. Which they couldn't do last season. Yeah, or even the season before. Probably if they went behind, and you know when the crowd started to get on in them, Shog, you know, you've, yeah. you go, you've seen them there. A lot of the players wouldn't have handled it a few seasons ago. They'd have just, oh, you right. know, yeah. maybe... No, they, 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 they didn't look like as if they were playing well. There wasn't there was no, there weren't any flowing. You know, Davis was getting the ball away. Arfield wasn't getting in the box. Morelis was great. Aye. His temperament as well. A couple of times yeah. they're trying to wind him up. He's getting better with that. There's no doubt. You've picked up now. <coughs> I've got to I say, I said, I said to you... Aye, I think so. Eventually I, said, I said to you earlier, I was very impressed by Morelis' attitude. By the way... I thought there was a couple of times where last season he'd have gone for them. Aye. And he didn't. No, Morelis doesn't look like getting booked now. He doesn't. Honestly, you know, he's, he's really, really growing up. 
taking it on board and I can't believe we're sitting saying that on the back of what's happened but he generally has listened to the manager they've worked with him and uh, all going well there's no problem I'll tell you something as well right and I'll guarantee this there's been an influence on him other than Steven Gerrard from who? Jermaine Defoe possibly I'll lay, I'll lay you at odds he went straight to Defoe when he scored. I'll lay you odds that Defoe is working well, with Morellis for his temperament, yeah. for his attitude, for his movement, everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, I, I noticed that. He went straight to Defoe when he scored. Mm-hmm. See if he's yeah. getting any savvy about him. He'll say, how can I have a right good career? And all you have to do is look at Defoe. Look at Jermaine Defoe. Yeah. Where he conducts himself. And... That, you're right. I'll I guarantee you that I'll answer. guarantee you that Stephen Gerrard's gone to Jermaine Defoe and said, "Look after him, well, yeah, get him to where know. we need him to be," that, and I will put money on it that Defoe's doing it. There's definitely, definitely a freshness about it. Um, you know, on the downside of things, Ryan Kent comes back and you know tweaks his hammy with a ball through, and uh, the first half he came off pretty distraught. And young Brandon Barker come on who did really well. Can the old fashioned winger? Low gravity, you know, can he round shoulder? Looked like a wee winger, you know, he was busy in the ball, good way, you know, good touch, good feet, and, uh, you know, got his goal and, and well deserved and milked it and loved it every minute of it. But it was just, it was, for me, taking out of that on Saturday, it was three points. It was a, a game they had to win. Sometimes the fixtures fall. It, you know, at three o'clock on Saturday, Rangers were six behind Celtic, and that sometimes the way the fixtures go, that's going to happen with, with the Thursday games, and there's no doubt about that. Um, but they didn't flow. Um, they just didn't. He you know, brought Halliday back in at left back. Um, Ojo was a bit bitty in the right. I, I, I think that boy drifts in and out of games. Aribo was tidy. Um, Morelos, for me, was, was their best player. And, and Tav's distribution was better, and you're always looking for someone how, in there. How did the boy King do when he came on show, Jerry? Was, was he was just kind Difficult of patching up the middle yeah. of the park, Jerry. Yeah. Just touching yeah. it and keeping it, really. Do you know something? I'm looking at the Livingston side, and the three centre-halves who were their top players last year, you know, defending and in the opposition box, you know, they scored their fair share of goals. Lithgow was out, you know, obviously Halkett's away, Wait, Gallagher's away. away. Mm-hmm. You know, so great credit to Gary Holt, you know, his recruitment and bringing... Yeah, Jerry, Jerry I've got to be honest with you, I've seen Livy now three times this season and I've got to... I, I think they're a better footballing team. I think they were I think they were much maligned last season, but I think they've even got more about them this season. Do, Jerry. And and yeah, here's no. and here's yeah. the here's the, the, the proof of the pudding. Again, even after losing the Ibrox, they're still sitting fifth in the league. Big boy Marvin yeah. Bartley in the middle of the park was outstanding for, for Livingston. Uh, he was absolutely was that the boy was that the boy was a hip shug? Yes, yes it was. Aye, it was brilliant. And and he, he really kinda of dominated the middle of the park. <laughs> And I've got to say as well, a special mention for Chris Erskine, who, you know, uh, he just keeps going. And, and you know, I got surprised when he came into the press room. He's a big lad, Chris Erskine. He's a good six foot anyway, Jerry. Aye. And gets himself about and works hard. But unorthodox the way he is. But I'll yeah. tell you something, he's been a good signing. He's very, very, very shrewd signing. He's doing the business for Gary Holt. But they're all doing the business for them. They all work for him. And he's, he's got the tandem with him and Martindale, who come out and do his bit. Uh, again, manager quite subdued. The Rangers manager subdued on the bench, not really saying a lot. But that's just his. That's just the way he is. Um, How did Holt look? But did he look 
Okay, yeah. health wise. Again, the first question, Bob Smith, fair <coughs> Oxport, asked him. And by the way, forget everything. How's your health? That was his first question. It was a good question. And it opened it up and he says, I great, I'm feeling good and what have you. I'm, things are good. Um, and he's a smiley guy, isn't he? You know, and oh, yeah. He's that laid back. Nice he's guy, you know. You know? And uh, he, he, he came across really well at his press conference. Going, they're going to appeal. Lyndon Dykes is sending off. But I've got to say something. For me, the star man was Lyndon Dykes. He was up, he was hanging in the air, touches were good, distribution was good, bringing players in, leading the line, and he gave Goldston and Katika a real game. Um, so, you know, the next, next big one's Feyenoord, obviously Thursday, you know, mm-hmm. and, and there's more to come for Rangers, there's no doubt about it. The manager will be, will be pleased he's got three points. He'll be a wee bit, I think, concerned that they, um, they didn't play with the, the flow that he knows they can play. Yeah. But there's going to be days like that. There's going to be bad performances, but good wins. And sure. that's what it was. See if you'd have said to Gary Holt, like, after five games, you'll win two, drew two, and lost one, and you're losing the Ibrox. Yeah. You know, he'd have been high. Oh, Araman. Especially with, you know, the players he's lost from last season, and as I say, he's been And then, of course, we go there on the 25th in the Betfred, which isn't near a, a, a game. Oh, no, no. You it's, know, a, it's, it's a different ball game. Wednesday night, there, there, you know, it's a toughie. Um, it looks as though Ryan Kent could be a couple of weeks. Yeah. He looked as though he was good on the ball, but lacks games, needs games. That's where that's came from. That's shocking, honestly, you know, because and you so just like wonder, saying during the pre-season, yeah. but he's not been playing regular you football. You just wonder, in hindsight, would they have been, maybe been bringing him on rather than... But I think after Celtic, Rangers needed a wee spark, Jerry, and they needed a man on the back of the big sign, and so yeah. you got him out there and you get the place buzzing. We'll see the pleasing thing for Gerrard. He's saying Barker's come on, scored, you said, and, you know, looked lively. Looked, looked good. great, Gerrard. Well, looked so good. So he'll be saying, well, I've got an adequate replacement right mm-hmm. there. Yeah. And obviously, he knows Jones is going to be out for a while. Is Greg, was Greg Stewart on the bench? Mm, I don't think so, was he? I, 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 I've looked at the, the, the No, he wasn't. No. I'm feeling Greg, you know, maybe getting drifting down the pen but, you yeah. know, so, uh, but, you know, and he's a talent, and maybe another one. I hope he gets his opportunity but, uh, opportunity, but if he doesn't, you know, I know Greg, he'll be wanting to go and play somewhere. Right. Yeah. Nobody happy just... Uh, nobody's happy. Mate, you've got a good package at the end of the day. That it's a deal, it's he, a cracking deal he'll be on, but he's he still wants to be play. playing. He wants to be showing what, he's, showing what he's all about, you know, and for me, on his game, there's, you know, he, he's a performer, you know, he can play. Yeah. Well, you know, it was, it was a good game to watch for the fact that didn't he play well, Livy played well, Livy got ahead... And then Rangers were pretty fortuitous with the, 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 the ball swung in for Tavernier, which you're expecting the goalie to take. Tav does that a lot. All he does is put as much whip on it as he can, yeah. tries to put it in the top. Not the top corner, bottom corner, skidding off the grass. The goalie doesn't come for it, and the goalie goes down and it, and it skids up, or somebody's going to get a touch. But it's great delivery for Tavernier. Yeah. That's what he brings. Listen, gentlemen, Jack's just reminded me of something as well. Dykes can they can't appeal the Dykes sending off. Oh, that's right. Two yellows. Two yellows. So they're oh, stuck right, with that right. one. Aye. Yeah, well, you know, he's he's a top player. Um, and I was reading about him actually. I was just. I'm surprised they've allowed him to come from Queen of the South to Livy. Well, why up the leaks? Well, I just, I just think that Queen of the South would have found him an asset this season. Is he not yeah, from I down south think... alone? Eh? Is he not from down south alone? No, Queen, of Queen of the South. I watched him last season when he was uh, playing at Falkirk. Him and Dobbs scored a few goals with Tino. I've seen him playing. You know, yeah, Big Dykes is yeah. a good player. I watched him last season playing at Falkirk. I think it's a no-brainer, Shug, you know, in the Championship and going to Olivia and the, uh, the manager. I, but I think he's only on loan. Oh, he's only on uh, loan, Jerry. 
He's only on loan, Gary, no, I'm sure he is. Well, I'm saying, but so, you're not going right, to... Who, who, who doesn't fancy him at Queen of Susan? Well, it's either Alan or Sandy or both of them. Well, I, I thought it was a surprise. To be fair, I didn't know he was on loan, to tell you. The I, truth, I'm sure he's on loan. I'm sure you will tell me if he's on loan or not, Lyndon Dykes, well, but I'm sure he is. Oh, he's signed. Sorry, I take it back. Signed, is it? Well, I thought, I would say there's a strange... Oh, he signed and went back to Queen of the South in the last half of the season. Was that what it was last? Yeah. Ah, right, yeah. Okay. So sorry, my mistake. But even then, letting him go for me, I think and then, it's a, you know, again, a brave move. Again, if you've seen the highlights last night as well, we see a great chance at one each. McGregor's made a great save. Uh-huh. I just feel as if you know uh, that would have been a real test for Rangers if they'd have went two one down on Saturday. Because I didn't think we're playing well enough to get back in. Uh, we did, and gladly so. Yeah, great. We get three points, and 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 we we, we move on and try and get as close. But to I think I think the important thing, and I've said this now a couple of times so far this season, the important thing from Stephen Gerrard's point of view is that last season these are games Rangers wouldn't have come back to win. Yeah, you're right. Aye, I've already they've did that two or three times. Yeah, they're, they're, they're showing a bit of character. They're showing a bit of fight. Sometimes it's not pretty, but we've said before. Winning ugly is what wins you the leagues. It's when you're not playing and well to get three points. They're not going to, Celtic Rangers are going to steamroll the club, uh, teams every week. That, that's for sure. You know, teams are going to sell. Uh, obviously, the Celtic game on Saturday was. You know, we're going to talk about that next. Well, when no, you, no. When you stop talking about Rangers, no. <laughs> keep going. We'll talk, two, two minutes to <laughs> Even we'll you're talk, talking about Rangers now. Two minutes to <laughs> end, we'll talk about Celtic. Right? Uh, but, you know, no, we we'll go for a break when it's that time. When we talk about it, Thursday. <laughs> well, actually, what were you going to say? I'm just saying, but clubs are going to make it, you know, difficult for you when they come. They, they know what they're up against. You know, of course if they, they open up to Celtic Rangers, they're going to get done. So they're going to, and everybody's fine for points. Right, let's go for a break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about Celtic. <laughs> Have you picked up the Feel the Heat brochure from your local plum base? Get one today and take advantage of great offers, including Polypipe's Polymax 100-piece fittings bucket at £99.99. That's a 15% saving on purchasing individual pieces and it's exclusive to plum base. The Polypipe Polymax 100-piece fittings bucket is just part of the Polypipe range available in the plum base Feel the Heat brochure. Shop online now at plumbase.co.uk or grab one from your local branch. At Motorpoint, we've put the super into car supermarket. We're here to save the day with a choice of over 7,000 low-mileage, nearly new cars. Find your next car in a flash with our lightning-fast service and same-day drive-away. Plus, with Motorpoint's price pledge, if you find the same car for less, we'll match the price and give you a £50 Amazon voucher. Visit Motorpoint Glasgow today, just two minutes from Junction 3 of the M74. T's and C's apply. See website for details. The list of things you need to do gets longer at this time of year, whether that's for the house or in your business. So take one thing off your list right now. Your septic tank could need emptied. Let Grant Henderson Tankers empty your septic tank in the home or work, farm, factory or workshop at very competitive rates. We are septic tank specialists, experienced, safe and dedicated to environmental safety with our own licensed disposal site. Find out more at wemovesh.it or call 01698 284 987. Grant Henderson Tankers, let the experts manage your waste. William, Pamela and Anthony were sold in 
investments by banks and ended up losing money. Luckily, they contacted Goodwin Barrett and were able to claim back a total of £65,500. If you've lost money on an investment sold by a bank, even if you no longer have it or the paperwork, just text GOOD to 6677 to discover how much you could be owed. That's GOOD to 6677. You don't need a claims management company to make a complaint and if unsuccessful, you can refer it free to the financial ombudsman. Love music. Live sport. Talking football with Bill Young, Hugh Burns and Jerry McCabe on Rock Sport Radio. Right, boys, final game of the weekend, Hamilton nil, Celtic 1. Um, I've got to tell you, I watched the game uh, from start to finish. Um, I thought, I, I, I don't know what to think. I, I thought Celtic looked sluggish after the, the international break. They didn't look comfortable on the park. I thought if Hamilton had played the first half, they played, they played the second half, they might even have squeezed a point out of the game, to be honest with you. But... At the same time, they were having to work really hard to put any kind of threat on Celtic, but they had chances. Well, I was talking to my boy who was at the game, and he says, first half, first 25 minutes, you thought Celtic were going to blow them away. Yeah, it then worked after that, that Then, uh, you know, reading the, the comment, if Hamilton would have got, you know, a, a point out that nobody could have complained, uh, it says Celtic were second half. You know, the always thing, I, I've never really seen a good game, you know, in the Astroturfs. I don't care. Even the Kamar and, and uh, just for me, there's something missing in the game. Well, I, I did think that Celtic were struggling with the pitch. Yeah, I thought they would, and I think the wind was swirling. You know, they got to go well on, and people were thinking, oh, we're going to go and run up a score here. But Aki's, Aki's credit came out the second half, dug in, could they get something out of the game? I think the, the main thing is for most important thing for Neil Lennon to be off there. No injuries. They've got the game coming up on Thursday. Get the result of the three points. We're saying, you know, as Shug was saying, Rangers struggled on Saturday. And you're going to get games like that, but most important thing is to get the three points. They say you're never going to get classics in these pitches, and that's, that's the way it is. Um, I was a wee bit surprised, Jerry, in as much as my assessment. I thought I would be talking more about Julian than Ball and Goalie, but on Saturday I thought Ball and Goalie was the better of the two. Yeah, well, I heard that. The, the, the problem I have with Ball and Goalie is that sometimes he's a wee bit too cavalier and he'll, he'll, he'll go when he maybe shouldn't go and then he loses a ball in dangerous positions. But he was the better of the two signings yeah, for me. Yeah. I thought Ball and Goalie looked very good. At times, at times he looked a wee bit naive, but for the most part he looked good. He, he runs well. He can beat players for such a big boy, and he puts in deliveries. He really does. Julian, I just thought looked a wee bit apprehensive. He, he looked a wee bit kind of. Uh, he wasn't as sharp in terms of getting to the ball that I thought he was going to be. Well, when you see them at Ibrox, Julian, you know he was grinding tackles, and I think. Centre backs like that, the grass and that, they'll go in. I, I think the bigger guys struggle on there. So yeah, you could be right. Yeah. You know, Bolling Goalie is the smaller type of player and likes to go in and, as you say, is going and attacking that. But I think big defenders, all all big defenders, or most big defenders, struggle in the pitches like that because they know they can't get in with their genuine tackles on it. You know, they want, that's, that's the way it is. I like the boy Alhamid. Back of their head. Yeah, I think uh, he's. I think he's getting more confident as well. He runs well. He takes people on. He's not easily put off the ball, and he'll put his foot. Yeah, you know, he's athletic. I, I felt the first game when I seen him come off injured, and I'm saying he'll need to toughen up a wee bit. And a few people I was speaking to, 
He says, you know, they're coming here to Scottish football. They think, you know, it's just going to be... Well, he didn't hang back no, on, well, on Saturday, I've got to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, I've spoke to a few guys and they've been quite impressed with him. You know, he says he looks tougher. You know, maybe that was the one game. It was his first game coming in. But, yeah. I was but disappointed. I was disappointed with um, McGregor and yeah. Forrest. I don't know whether it was a hangover from the international results or not, but they just didn't look as sharp as they have looked in recent weeks you know we can keep saying you know it's an international hangover but I, I feel James Forrest he scored the goal but I always feel he falls out of the game so easy uh, I'm not just saying that I've seen him do you think when he scores the goal he thinks I've done my bit I don't see him going and demanding the ball give me give me I think when the ball comes he'll go and do his thing but you know the talent he's got you know and the kind of a form the goals he's been scoring you want the ball all the time you want to go and create you don't just mm. score goals and you want to be involved in the game but for me he falls out of the game so easily and it's not just you know, in, uh, Saturday I've seen on numerous occasions and I've been quite critical in that way and maybe people disagree with me I, that's, that's my personal opinion the big boy Bayo came on and it was the first real glimpse I got of him and I just thought he tried too hard he was on trying to impress and uh, it was just trying too hard for me. Yeah, I think he replaced Edward, didn't he? Yeah. And, and Griffiths was on the bench, eh? Yeah, he was. You know, I think what does that say to Lee Griffiths? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I'm saying, does he feel he's, he's out of the picture? I don't know. Maybe Neil's thinking, right, this is not the game to bring you by or chip you in and that. But then again, I'm thinking, there's only one nil. If anybody's going to score a goal for you, it's, it's, set piece, it's, it's going to be Griffiths. Maybe just try to keep the boy... Hmm. I, I, I don't know what the thing was. I know a lot of people were questioning why he's going to fish no one. See if Chipper could get the second half performance from Hamilton yeah. in every game. Hamilton would be a tough team to beat. I spoke to Chipper in the Betfred Cup show and I'm saying I met him up at Kilmarnock and I says I've seen you three times in the first half you've been dreadful. Well they were again on Saturday yeah. but the second half I, I actually put on social media, and of course Celtic fans turned on me for that, but uh, I actually put on social media, if Hamilton had played with the same commitment uh, and style in the first half, nobody could have complained if they'd have got a point no, out of it. No, well, that's all accounts of people. I was speaking to them, they're saying exactly what you're saying. But Chipper's problem is he'd be wanting to get a bit more consistent, you know, starting the second half. You could be 2 3 nothing down. <laughs> it's alright coming down to the second half and the game's over but fortunately for him the Saturday game wasn't over he's probably a well is that one of the problems for him Jerry to stick a twist if you come out and you play like that in the first half could you be three down by half time and then it's all over anyway sometimes you kind of just switch like that you know you kind of just switch up but Hamilton seem to be doing that but pretty are, much yeah. all games he's getting 45 minutes a game and Chipper's admitted to that he says it's I think it was the Ross County game up there as well when they're up there and I don't think they performed but there were a few games I saw them against the Airdrie Queen's Park first half they were terrible mm. you know Partick Thistle as well and I'm saying uh, I says what's the problem Chip? he says right now I don't know he says but I need more consistency I need to, start, they need to be starting games as well especially round about the teams they're playing against you know that they're going to be battling down there with you know, the Celtic one, he just wanted to stay in the game. He didn't want to be getting at half-time, 2 or 3-0 down. And I think he's went in there. We've not played well. We're only 1-0 down. I think that's maybe giving them love came out yeah. and about Celtic a bit. Mm. Chuck? Yeah, I, I just think it's, it's similar to, to what Rangers went through at the weekend. Didn't they play well? 
we are probably expected Celtic to win a bad load and they've scored a few goals there before you went so for 4 nothing. well I did because Celtic have scored a few goals there before so I don't know about blaming the pitch I went for 3 nothing. yeah I, I don't know about blaming the pitch it's just you know Celtic should be going and turning it on a wee bit better than that but I, I, again, I, just, I just seen it and I saw it with Rangers at Rugby Park and I saw it with Celtic again there at New Douglas Celtic Park Celtic scored goals at Douglas Park you know they've scored goals against they didn't Arkies look comfortable before. though it's on a, the surface listen, you know, first time the big boy Julie's played in that the other thing is, is well what I'm not sure is and, and teams are wising up to this now I'm not sure whether it was even watered mm. so it could well be because you know teams are wising up to teams like Rangers and Celtic and other teams that move the ball not quickly yeah. what they do is they're not watering it so it's sticking oh, yeah. of course they're going to get use every advantage they can get you yeah. know they're not going to soak the part with Celtic and Rangers who, the can sit, who can sit the ball about you yeah. know and Lenny was quite right in saying that you know they're going to make it difficult for them and see when the wind it doesn't matter the weather the worst thing you ever can play is in wind, wind. Aki is you know the, the it's that open isn't it Jerry it's open from Aye. the far side you know? yeah of course it is as I said Lenny will be delighted get out of there get the three points the game on Thursday no injuries and that's, that's what you would be looking for yeah, just quickly, can I just talk about the wee boy at Clyde? Five goals he scored on Saturday as well. He's worth a, a mention, wee good Willie. Wee good Willie's been, you know, oh, obviously, again, you know, five goals. I've seen him you know, with He's, in, he's awesome. in 12, 12 goals already this season. Is, so I think that's worth a wee mention. You know, he's he's had offers to move on, but because yeah. Danny gave him the chance, he's, he's been very, yeah, very loyal. Yeah, he's been loyal. Bill, as we all have uh, through our lives and what have you, but he's, you know, he's a quality little player. He must be sticking with that sole thumb yeah, playing I, in that division. He's, too, he's too good for that division. No disrespect to Clyde or any other team. In that division, but, but he has been good, very right? loyal to Danny. Well, and that's commendable. Yeah, credit yeah. to him. Credit yeah. to him. you know he could up and says, "Okay, you've got me back. I've got my foot back in the door. I've started. I've done a business for you. I can move on." Yeah, five goals, you know, phenomenal. Yeah, but want to help him because he just get promoted into that league. Yeah, so but he's still too good for that league. Yeah, and having said that, of course, Danny will be very much hands on with him anyway. And, Appreciative of what he's done because oh, it, I mean he waxes lyrical about him every time he comes on and even Danny says yeah he's too good for for the the, the Wait, league. Wait, will good Willie be? Is he accepting it? Maybe just just about that, I would have thought. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought it was uh, much more than yeah. that. A small yeah. club, you know. I'm delighted, you know. They're getting the results because uh, they're, they're, they're always in touch with you, the guys that run Clay behind the scenes. Ah, yes, thirty dunes. Exactly yeah. yeah, it's good to see that Danny great result and uh, boys and Ryan will be best happy. Yeah. Um, bad, bad, bad result. But me youngest team again, four, I think four two away from home. They're scoring, but they're letting goals as well. Aye, they are losing goals. Yeah. He says that. He says you know they can go maybe two ahead and then lose a silly goal and then our team's back. Just very quickly, another thing that we I want to talk about and bring up very quickly. You and I were talking about the other night. Mark Campbell. It was reported that the deal had gone through over the weekend. Uh, at Falkirk, Falkirk but Mark Campbell says that isn't the case still not on the go so he's saying that, that it hasn't got, it hasn't gone through but it was reported that it had gone through they'd won on Saturday I've seen they'd, they'd won quite convincingly Falkirk but they needed it eh? yeah they needed it yeah. pressure on McKinnon but, but listen see the amount of money they're chucking at things if they don't go up this season yeah. somebody's going to be asking questions and heads are going to roll but the Mark Campbell one strange how it's no it's no it's on it's no on and what Mark Campbell's at is it the boy the the, the, the um, the new owner of the, the prospective new owner, the prospective new owner at, at uh, Falkirk, and we had them on the show, and he says, "Look to do the deal." And we spoke to John Park. He wants to get John Park involved. Oh yeah, yeah. we met Parky yeah. doing it at Kilmarnock. He said they're 
still a wee bit to be done yet. Mm. So, all right, boys, that's it. Thank you very much as always. We'll see you both later on in the week, and that's it for me for tonight as well. Uh, Jerry Collins, I know you love to hate him, but Jerry will be on with you tomorrow night between six and eight with me as we're talking more football, the big stories of uh, around the leagues. We will do that. Uh, coming up next, if you're into Speedway, Derek Smith with his guests, and that's on tapes up. Thank you again for your company tonight, and I'll see you tomorrow between six and eight here on Rock Sport. Love music. Live sport. Talking football with Bill Young, Hugh Burns, and Jerry McCabe on Rock Sport Radio.